as surfers, we have a natural love for the ocean, being in the water and chasing thrills. Surfing and surf culture is at the core of Loose. We are a brand made for all-day thrill seekers, experience makers, and good time chasers. Inspired by the elements of surf that excite us the most, we create products begging for adventure, both into the water and out of the water. There's no stamp of approval needed to vibe with our tribe. So drop your inhibitions and get loose because fun feels better. Loose towels. Since 1991, Caballero Pools and Spas has been dedicated to creating an outdoor living space that will provide endless hours of fun and entertainment for your entire family. They specialize in offering excellent service and delivering top quality craftsmanship at a reasonable price. They will transform your yard into something unique and distinctive, a customized masterpiece that reflects your individual preferences. Their experience will ensure that your new backyard is something you will be proud of for years to come. Whether it's a minor project or a large master plan, Caballero Pools and Spas will help you get there. Check them out at cabpools.com or reach them at mark at cabpools.com or call 714-309-2890. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Earth Pack. Customized, eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, EarthPack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. EarthPack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. ColbyPlus.com is a new brand from a very experienced crew in the wetsuit and surf industry. An independently owned and family run business. All of their products are made with the best in the world materials and they only sell direct. So you're getting a top of the line product for much less. Their wetsuit line, Colby Plus Yamamoto uses Yamamoto number 39 and number 40 neoprene propriety jersey and what we believe is the best and most functional design and construction available. Their line of waterproof bags Colby Plus T-Zip feature completely water and airtight German-made T-Zip zippers. They have a tight line of traction and leashes and will have board shorts on the way in the spring featuring Swiss engineered shoulder fabric. They are currently shipping orders to the US, Canada and Australia. For you Aussies and Canadians, unfortunately, the shipping isn't free. ColbyPlus.com, Finless Skateboard Company. To honor our predecessors of surf shapers, we wanted to make sure that our skateboards were completely handmade, made of solid wood, and that the designs, the line work, and aesthetics of our boards are unique to each deck we create. No heat transfers, no stickers, except for our logo. The whole board is made of carefully assembled different species of wood with cores of hard maple and top and bottom sheets carefully assembled with various types of wood species to give our board 
Gardens, the look of a classic 1950s surfboard. Handcrafted is human, handcrafted is thoughtful, handcrafted is quality, handcrafted is community. Finless Skateboard Company. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky Podcast. Our guest this week is a skateboarder that has always putting together interesting smooth lines and he's tearing up the streets. He's had a successful skate career with some epic video parts and movies like This Is My Element, A Time to Shine, and Trio. Those are just a few. He's a He's in a lot. Yeah. He made a name for himself, not just with his skateboarding talents, but the way he's also influenced others and the way he's dressed and presented himself. And he's kind of kind of a hipster, I would say. <laughs> he still rips. He's got a style. He's a dad with three daughters. And now he's taking care of his crew as a team manager and social media manager. I don't know what other titles you have over there at New Balance. But we welcome to the show Mr. Chad Slim Tim Tim. Woo! Yeah. Thanks, guys. And... I would say, you know, you, you grew up with in Huntington mostly, but yeah. other areas we'll, we'll get into, right? Yeah. 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 So, loco. It's funny. Like, it's such a small world. Um, so small. Because I've kind of known you. I worked in the skate. We've all worked in the skate industry. And I've kind of kind of known you peripherally. Saw you in the magazines, blah, blah, blah. And then your one of your best friends is Justin Reynolds. Yep. Who, who actually... You know, he he is the one that came up with uh, our intros music. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> That's his original music, and he's also Filipino, and you're half Filipino. He's uh, he was my best man at my wedding. Wow! And he sang the Beatles song "All You Need Is Love" for me and my wife at Dang. the wedding and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so what, yeah. What episode was he? We gotta dig that up and post that. Uh, Reynolds. It was a while ago, but. Maybe 21 or... Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, but it's cool. But what's really cool is he's a a skateboarder, ex-pro skateboarder. You're ex-pro skateboarder, but both of you are both fucking surfers. Yeah. (laughs) Surf nerds. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I really want to do is just surf if I can. If the waves are good, I'm trying to be there. And if if the waves are bad, I'll try to go skate. Yeah. That's basically it. That's funny. Well, living where we're at, you kind of could do both any day because it's never that good all day. Totally. You know, you get that morning session in and you're like, cool, it's going to be windy and shitty. I guess I'll go skate. And it doesn't matter when you're skateboard. Before I get into this, where we get into this uh i was driving in my car and i i was listening to the nine club episode with you and knowing that you're a surfer uh, professional skateboarder i was thinking gosh man i remember barra right steve yeah. barra writing an article or something i don't know what it was but he wrote Man, I wish I was a pro surfer instead of a pro skateboarder. <laughs> Are you familiar with that? I'm not, but I yeah, definitely. I mean, it's either like we'll go in the back alleys of like Dallas or be, you know, on a beach with, a, with like in Bali. You yeah. Know? Like that's the comparison really. You yeah. Know? Like he's like, you know, the terrain that we ride are, you know, what we do, skateboarding, surfing, water, cement or gravel. <laughs> And then, yeah, the tropical places or the shitty places, the inner cities that you guys have to go to. And our desk, you know, I'm not a pro surfer, but Jay was. The, the, the destinations, destinations are so opposite. <laughs> so opposite. <laughs> and you kind of can judge how good a sport is by, like, how much uh, the female fans are out there. 
Because, yeah. Because, like, in the 90s and 2000s, like, there was no girls in skating. Yeah. And it's completely flipped, right? Because, like, all the girls like to go to the beach. It's nice. But now it's, like, there's a lot of the girl. There's a lot of girls in skateboarding. And yeah. There's a lot of influence in, from female skaters right now. It's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. There, I mean, there's just a lot from, of surfer girls, too. There's a lot, a lot of surfer girls, yeah. too. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that... Yeah, that that woman's push of I think it's more of like that second generation parent that you know yeah, grew up in kind of action down. sports and they got their kids into it early. You yeah, know, before yeah. you know, it's just a different like generational thing where now it's like full on, yeah, crazy. Um, so my question to you is, if you had the power to go back in time and choose which professional. St- Sport. It's gonna be biased. It's gonna be too hard. To... Hey, let him answer. I'm not asking you. Dude. I'm asking Slim. <laughs> What's up, Slim? Which would it be? Oh my gosh! See, this is like <laughs> that's a hard question. That's a hard question because this 12 stair or second reef pipe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, growing up here, I was like, that's all. Like, I want to be a pro surfer, right? That's all I wanted to do, but I didn't have the patience for it, and so I was like. Ugh. I don't like I go I grew up on 14th Street in PCH in Huntington and then I was like dude I'm tired of waiting for the waves and then I go skate Dwyer that was like kind of like how my vibe went and I think back at it like I could have probably been a pro server but then you see like I got to witness pipe for the first time in the last couple years and I was like there's no way (laughs) there's no way that was too insane but I don't know I mean you're your level of courage, right? Yeah, like think, yeah, think yeah, about yeah, that. Think yeah. if you... I know, I thought about that too, but... Because yeah. you guys go down some fucking gnarly shit, and you do some gnarly shit. I, I was more known as, like, more technical, so I didn't... My early years, yeah, I jumped down big stairs, but I was more, I'm invincible! Yeah. I, I do yeah. it, you know? Well, a couple injuries, they, you get humble. Like, real quick, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. shit, I'll let the young bucks do that. I'm <laughs> yeah. just... Not break myself. I think that's why I had like more of a like a longevity career because I was able to just maintain like consistency and not just like the peak and then just crash out like a lot of a lot of people do. So yeah. So let's go back in time. How? What did you find first, and where did you find it? I started skating when I was three because my brother skated, and then he built a. Uh, our first quarter pipe out of my mom's coffee table <laughs> and that's how it kind of started and i was like okay this is pretty he fun. stole your mom's coffee table. yeah straight like straight from the living room brought it to the to the driveway and started nailing boards into it and that's how we started skating so there was like it was no like curvy it was like, it was like long well, tramp there was like a tra- transition in it but it was like kinky it was like not smooth it was hilarious and my so mom it's your your brother's 10 years older than you yeah right? how do you know that I told you I listened wow. to the podcast. Yeah. yeah, and and um, so do you have to have different dads or different moms? Different dads. Okay. Yeah. So I have, I have two brothers, three sisters, and Damn. we and big it's, family. It's all different moms and dads. Wow. Yeah. So it's all like, is it step or half? Yeah, half, half, half. Yeah, yeah, half. And uh, yeah, so we all have different ages. My sis, my oldest sister, she's twelve years older than me, and then my brothers are ten and six years older than me and then my other sister is six years older than me and then my youngest sister is eight years younger than me so i was the baby for a long time and then until my sister came so you grew up in hb area Mm -hmm. where where did you live so you know my parents split when i was four i grew up okay so when they split up we i was born in huntington they split up at four and then we moved every year 
because my dad and my brothers took off. It kind of ended bad. So my brothers and my dad, they went to... Because um, he was older, like more... Yeah, you know. they were older. The, you know, I was so young. I was four and like, you know, you stay by mom at that age. And, uh, and my mom had to provide for me and my two sisters. And so we just moved every year. She was in and out of jobs pr- trying to provide. And so I went everywhere. Every corner of Huntington, we lived. We stayed in Huntington. And then um, we kind of when so I've moved one once every year until I was fifteen. So fit like fifteen times until I was fifteen. Same, same like uh, elementary, or are you switching schools? Yeah, we switched a lot of schools. A, yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, there's a ton of elementaries yeah. and junior highs. But when it goes to high school, because they're so big, there's only four. Yeah, I went yeah. to I went to Circle View. I went to Kettler for a little bit right here. Yeah. I went to... Um, Kettler's right around the block from us. Yeah. It's not a school anymore. It's oh, a it's school not. district now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, they shut it down for years. Yeah. But like two or three years ago, they turned it into the school district. Oh, okay. Yeah. The office. The <clears> office, yeah. yeah. And then and then uh, fifth grade, I, I stayed. At, I went to Smith, and that's where I met my wife, actually, in fifth grade. So. Miss Surfer. Yeah, yeah, Surfer. Are you were too? Cool. No way. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before... Okay. You know my sister. Do I? Kelly Castro. I do. Yeah, that's my yeah. older sister. Yeah. I told her I was How going on weird. here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I was crazy. like I was like, I'm going on this like podcast. Castro. Like, yeah. She's like, Oh yeah, Jay is on there and I was like, Oh you know him? She's like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, What the heck? How do you know him? She's like, I went to Huntington with him. Yeah. 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 It's what a world. Sm- like we said, <laughs> it's such a freaking small world. Yeah. Uh hilarious. So you bounced around a lot Wait, of- I gotta yeah. throw in a, a nine club <laughs> reference. You met your wife in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and she wrote, I love you. Dang. You did your <laughs> research, man. It's not research, but I found it really interesting and funny. Uh, she wrote in your yearbook, right? Yeah. She wrote, I love you. You didn't even know. So her, you know, when you fifth grade at the end of the year, you pass your... Yeah, yearbook. you write yeah. the little, yeah. have a bitch in summer. Yeah. <laughs> Stay. Yeah. 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 K-I-T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you're, you're, you're cool. Have a, have a great summer. Yeah. yeah, just the three, the, the one-liners. Yeah, that's like all and you the had. Girl, and the girls would, yeah. Well, like, her her best friend, like, had my yearbook because I was good friends with her. And I didn't know they knew each other. But I was fifth grade. Dude, you don't know nothing. But yeah. anyways, she, she her, her friend had it. And then she told oh, let me see real quick. And wrote, I love you on it. And then I got it back. And I remember, like, that summer, like, who the heck wrote this? Like, there's no name under it. And then fast forward when we started, when I started dating my wife when we were 19, she's like, hey, did you ever find out who wrote under your yearbook? And I was like, how do you know that? She's like, that was me. And I was like, no. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, that is that is so I was like, all right, wild. I'm going to marry this woman. That's that is so yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. And, and you hadn't seen her like. Just between, off and on. Yeah. Just off and on. But we never like, it was just like, oh, hey. Yeah. I'd see her at um, the Huntington Park on Friday night but, when the football game. But were you smitten over her like at that age? No, or? no, not at all. Not I was like, nah, she's like, I had other girlfriends at the time. But Whoa, I did. Playa, playa. Fifth grade, come on. Yeah, fifth grade. But the reason we kind of connected is because I actually dated her friend for like a little bit. And then it was like... How reintroduction. Funny. Yeah, reintroduction. And then I went out with her, yeah. Wow. That's funny. Talking okay. about high school sweethearts. This is an elementary sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but th- what a crazy, like, coincidence and, yeah. you know, connect- reconnection. Yeah, it's... Okay, so you found skateboarding at 3 o'clock. Or 3 o'clock. Three. Age 3. <laughs> <laughs> at 3. Yeah. Your brother introduced you. How did you find surfing? 
surfing and then I started okay then my mom remarried when I was eight and then my stepdad uh, that's when we moved in with him on PCH in like 14th I was like orange and 14th right there in Huntington and uh, killer place to live dude, right. it was amazing you were on yeah. the 14th for a long time I was 14th yeah. in Walnut oh you were yeah, yeah. yeah. we had uh, John Parmiter lived upstairs bam, oh shit yeah. bam bam yeah I don't I've never seen him since I was a kid but I and then Buddy Lomas he's Lomis, still in Huntington he's still in Huntington yeah right? Buddy Lomas was at our house all the time no way and then do you know the Carsons like Dane and Glory or uh, Gloria and Scott Carson he, he no, used no. to shape boards too so that's like how I got my my first board was so you're step. surrounded by surfers no, obviously surrounded it, by your stepdad surfed yeah my okay. stepdad surfed yeah so 14th in orange, you're surrounded by surf, and what what age did you start surfing? Was, you were eight when you were eight, got, yeah. Wow. Eight, and then off and on, you know, and that was like for like, we lived there five years, and then I surfed and bought, you just, you just were everything, and like, I'm going to go BMX, I'm going to go surf, I'm going to go skate, yeah. and like, surfing was always like, I just, at that age, I didn't have the patience, so I was like, I'm going to go skate, you know, so I would surf every once in a while, but skating was like, I'm going to rather go skate, and not have to wait for waves. You know? I, I yeah. think that's generally like true for most kids. Like it's like it's there. It's easy. You're going A to B. You're you're ripping like any curves you're finding. Yeah. Surfing's a lot more commitment, and it's not. You know, it's cold. It's wet. It's like the waves condition. You know, it's not yeah. as appealing at a. But young... it all depends on the crew that you're really connected to. Yeah. Because if you're a surfer in this, I mean, in that yeah. neighborhood. If you're a surfer and you're, all your friends are surfing, you're going to be a surfer, right? Yeah. Like, so was there more skateboarders that you were hanging out with, or no? I think I think we all every, all the kids we just um, we just all did everything. Yeah, you know. So we were like in the water in the morning, and then go to Dwyer and Huntington High to go skate during the evening, and and, and that's when Huntington, Huntington High had the small little park. That was before. It was yeah. even before. Yeah, that was way before that. Because <clears throat> then. We'd be hitting hit the uh, the city gym like stairs, yeah, the, for sure, and the little like curb, yeah, like, you remember those? Yeah, yeah, those, those things were... were super fun, yeah. And then that park, I wasn't the Huntington Park didn't get built till I was like fifteen, so I didn't really skate. You know how you do everything, and then right when I was fifteen, when I went to high school, which is I guess is late in skateboarding, but sure. that's when I like really wanted to skate when the park opened, and then that was like all I did. The main street park yeah yeah, the yeah football field it's a crazy how i mean that was the only place around except for yeah. the you know Murdy. The, the, the cigarette bowl yeah you know, whatever <laughs> ashtray. ashtray yeah and uh Murdy park yeah yeah that was so bad and ver- it was but the, even the huntington one it was like it was cool that tiny. They, they're tiny but yeah. you know you hear all of this there was like a, a if, correct me if i'm wrong there was like a rail and then like a little bowl, right? And a, yeah, kind of. It wasn't a bowl; it was more just like banks. Yeah, banks. like a yeah. bank. Yeah, it was like a stage on one side, a pyramid, two ledges, and then a flat bar. Tiny. Yeah. yeah. For for what you would expect for how yeah famous it is in Huntington, it's yeah. like you go there and you're like, wait, what? You yeah. Fit this in your driveway. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. It's crazy how Huntington was sort of a mini epicenter for skateboarding. Big time. Oh, sure. Shit, sorry. Yeah. Right? Big time. Yeah. Like. What is it? The Warner? Yeah, the Warner crew. Yeah, the Warner there. crew. Before that, it was like the TSA, Team Santa Ana. Remember that brand? Yeah. So like Tom Penny and Muska, those dudes would be at, Ronnie Craiger, they would always be at that park. So 
a lot of like if you look back at the the TSA video that came out what ninety six. It's Angel Cabana, right? I think so. Yeah, like he's I'm, the one that started crew with our yeah, Angel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same same thing. But I, I'm in the background. You can see me in the background just sitting. Just there. go to watch him. Yeah, I'm just sitting there like just a little Filipino dude just sitting <laughs> in the background. <laughs> and Tom Penny's that's when Tom Penny came and did his thing, and that's when what made him blow up. And I got to witness a lot of his skating. Really? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So he blew up in Huntington, like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they flipped, moved from London or from England. It was called Death Box, and then flipped, or Death Box moved to here to Huntington, and then they called it Flip, and then that's when Jeff Rowley, Tom Penny, and so many others. You yeah, know, it just blew up. Yeah, it's funny. Um, yeah, skate. I mean, Huntington's known for surf, surf city, obviously yeah. all the events and how big it is, but like music punk grunge you know like yeah. metal too and even moto dudes moto, and snowboard dudes it's crazy it's, that you it, know when we when you look back like when snowboarding was blowing up and the the crazy dude, Sean Palmer Sanders. was like an HB Main Street local yeah like, Damien Sanders yeah Damien Damn, Sanders yeah. wow yeah like, like, you were probably there when that was happening yeah I yeah. was in the background, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was, I mean, I used, we used to sneak down to Huntington or Main Street and we'd go see and just hang out by the bars and stuff. And you'd see, oh, what's his name? Tank Abbott. We'd see yeah. him down yeah. there and I was just like, this dude's gnarly. But <laughs> we just do, we just get into everything. How's the guy on the, yeah, what, 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 what was, was it called? Ultimate Fighter. Oh, before UFC, right? Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. What was that? It was Ultimate But Fire. he was like the bouncer at uh, yeah. Hurricanes. He was just a freaking. Or Perks. Big. Burly dude, <laughs> yeah. So, so eight eight years old. Your mom marries, and your stepdad's a surfer. He gets you into surfing. Mm-hmm. What was your first surfboard? It was a um, uh, my buddy uh, Carson Carl. Carl yeah, Shaper. Shaper. His dad shaped it without me knowing, and he had it like I think it was like a five eight, and it was like four inches thick. <laughs> And it said Chad in hot pink. <laughs> they put your name. <laughs> they put on my it. name on it. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And we we uh, we went surfing. I think it was in February, and it was raining. And he's like, "My stepdad's like, he he's a really good surfer." And he was like, "It's the waves are good. I know it's raining, but it's good." And that was my introduction. I was, and you know, I think I surfed like for like thirty minutes, and then I was just like freezing. But <laughs> wetsuit was like two two sizes too big, so yeah. water's just getting in. And I was like, "Okay." That, fun. That'll turn you off for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, those suits. Little I mean, kids, skinny, no fat. Yeah, <laughs> just getting pummeled in the in the shore break. In rain. The, in rain. Like in rain. Yeah. February, one of the coldest months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Because <laughs> my birthday's in January, so he's like, that's when the board came. Board. Yeah. The board never came on time. Like, you know, you wait for your board. You know. Yeah. yeah. We're getting you a board, and then it takes six weeks to get glassed and finished. <laughs> Was it, uh, did you, you know, like we always talk about, you didn't obviously have the choice. They just kind of presented it to you, but traction, like, like wax fins, leash, uh, sticker placement. Like, did you dial it up? No, I didn't. I didn't put any stickers on it. It had, it was, um, glass on fins, which I was surprised, but I think that what year is this? 90, 93. Yeah. Glass ones were like, glass ones were still thing, right? Predominant. Okay. Or dominant. Predominant? Dominant. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it was just starting at like maybe a little FCS yeah. like then. But okay. Not, That's not. when it, that technology started, yeah, yeah. being more more uh, popular. Yeah. So 
So, were you, when were you, like, being, getting good at skateboarding? Probably, yeah, when the park opened. Okay. So, okay, so surfing happened when I was eight, surfed off and on, and then I moved to, um, oh gosh, what's it, Sunset Beach. So I lived across the street, which is still considered Huntington, but I lived across the street from Captain Jack's in the little island right there. We had a little one bedroom apartment me and my mom and my sister and uh and then i would take the bus to school to edison in the mornings and then why would, edison and not huntington because we were in that area okay so like my middle registered sc- earlier yeah. for i went to sours middle school yeah and then edison was like oh, so all my friends are going so i stayed in that school district and then i would skate the rec center and then that's what kind of kept me going and then i'd come home and work at Captain Jacks as a busboy at night. This was like when I was fifteen. Yeah, I heard that story too. Yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> that my brother worked there, so we had so many friends that worked there. Yeah. You know, like that was the jam. Like, that was a killer place to work. Either work at a surf shop or work at a sick restaurant. Yeah, because you're not making money at the surf shop, but you're cool. Where, where the restaurant, you're fucking making money. Yeah, especially at a place like Captain Jacks. Yeah, I was, it's still to this day, like. A treat. Yeah. If you if you go you to Captain Jack's, if you can afford it, man. <laughs> yeah, if you can afford it, dude. How many bread? How many <clears throat> slices of the the squaw bread oh, or dude, the, the, the sourdough? Like you would just <laughs> you could just live off of that, like yeah. just cubes of butter. And, 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 <laughs> I don't know if they still do it, but they bring the fucking wooden sail menu. Oh, it's still there. We just yeah. were there this summer. And These like, are the specials. Yeah. Do. Same thing. Bunny Bunny's still there. She was like there when I worked there, and she's still there and got us like. Um, hula pie and all that stuff yeah, yeah i've been eating like, there for so long that used to be our go-to their matsus uh, as like a birthday or special yeah, dinner special like, occasion those were the two matsus or, or captain jacks before you know just everything else started blowing up you know yeah. everywhere but i was like man we haven't been there in a while yeah it's Dude. fucking pricey it's, it's so pricey. fucking pricey <laughs> it's a sick place to go to for Date. live music too oh yeah. they little like the the, the, the piano, piano bar guy yeah and then just chilling in the fucking we used to go yeah. in the bar and just let's go. let's go let's go let's go after hey, this pop, pop up and new balance <laughs> I'll put it on the card dude. Yeah. yeah new balance <laughs> so you, you got a job you you, you oh, right across the street from you where you live which is cool yeah that's was where that I was your going. first first job first job um, the and reason I got that job was that I was skating by to go skate at Peter's Landing and someone dropped their their wallet, and I was like, "Oh, no. probably from someone." So, oh, glasses. glasses, dude! How do you know more than me? He he's. I just listened to it. Okay, 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 okay. So I'm just retelling the same stories, then. But no, it's fine. Yeah, different no, audience. It's cool. Yeah, like different this, audience. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. This, okay. this is nobody knows. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was <laughs> skating by. I was 15, and then uh, I saw a pair of glasses, so I brought them into the. To, the, to Captain Jack's and then there's like oh yeah thank you and then I came back and the manager stopped me and he's like hey the guy wanted to give you I think you probably 20 bucks me. it was 20 bucks I was yeah. like no no it's all good yeah. uh, it's all good I live right here like you know it just <clears throat> happened and then I skated away and then he tracked me down again and he's like hey do you want a job and that's how I, how I got the job nice yeah so he said you can trust so, me so but then he got in a fight with somebody in the kitchen <laughs> and got infected what, what, what got infected? I hit him in the mouth and my knuckle, like, it kind of 
moved his tooth around a little bit, and yeah. my knuckle got infected from hitting him. And, and you were in the was, hospital, I was right? in the hospital for two nights. Like, stab? Like, <laughs> like, full, like, okay, from the front knuckle to about past the wrist, my it swelled up like this big. <laughs> well, that guy had a filthy grill. <laughs> he had a filthy well, all, all mouths are... They're like the worst bacteria. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Human mouths are, are the most... In, not, not infected, but most, like... Dirty. Dirty, Just yeah. Dirty. Just dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, touch the tip of my fingers for you knew something was wrong. three months or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Had to go full, like, physical therapy to learn how to do this because it jacked my nerve system. But you lost your job. No, no, no. no. The, the guy I got in a fight with, he actually got deported. Mm. <laughs> he lost his I job. felt bad. I, I was like, oh, that yeah. sucks. But later. He hit me first, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you, you're starting to be a good skateboarder. And I, I remember you said you started doing castles. Your your brother mm-hmm. took you to cast, uh, castle contests. It was more, um, okay, that's where I was trying to get to. I was actually, because of Sunset Beach, I was right down the street from H2O. Yeah. With Vibe. Yeah, Vibe. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so that was my first sponsor. That. Dude. Uh, yeah, that was my first sponsor, uh, Vibe B- and BK Bud. hooked them up. Yeah. That's right. My yeah. first my first photo in a magazine, Electric Ink, doing a no slide for H2O. <laughs> it's so it's so wild like it's not but you know how influential H2O was yeah. you know as far as like everything you know surf skate snow yeah. obviously and yeah, what was that the contest that H2O the classic yeah. the H2O classic, H2O classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so funny it's it's I keep saying it's such a small world because we're good friends with Vibe and we had him on the show and we, I was just hanging out with them in Florida because yep. oh, no he's way. the the CEO of SEMA. Oh, yeah. Surf Industry Manufacturers yeah. Association. And um, he's going to have an event uh, coming up. He does this, like, it's it's like a demo, like a two-day demo. Yeah. And all All the brands do activations and, and have gear and showcase product for the public. Yeah. Oh, okay. Music and yeah. food. And it's April. Yeah, April 27th and 28th, I think it's going to be. New Balance should be there with their skateboarding crew. Sure. We should do that. Huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Yeah. Um, in front of, like, the Hyatt. In. On the beach, like, the beach Wait, parking Huntington. lot, you know, the, the bridge? In Long Beach? No, Huntington. Oh, Huntington, yeah. 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 Like, oh, okay. So in front of the bridge and, and the parking lot in there, it's, like, closed off, you know, like, pretty, pretty big oh, wow. space. And they have, it was good last year. I yeah. mean, I don't know the surf. I don't know what the, the surf, surf was, but it was yeah. pretty good for, for show. So so did, because Bill was working at H two O. No, he's a rep by then. Yeah, he, he was ninety three. Yeah, he was he was. Yeah, wait, okay, so fifteen, so 90, 96. 96, yeah. yeah. And and um, he was repping Soltech by then. Okay, because then he hooked me up with like S and Etnies and stuff like that. Yeah. And. Uh, how did you get hooked up with H2O? Just went in there? And right there? Set. Just skating. I was just, I skated there, I was skating their steps, like, in front. They're like, hey, you skate? Like, yeah. And then there was, like, uh, the employee, Brian Lynch, who kind of became, like, the team manager of, like, surf and skate. And then he's like, yeah, we'll sponsor you. And I was like, okay. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, yeah I, get, like, I got stickers <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, that's kind of how it started. And then he introduced me to BK, and then BK gave me... Bunch of stuff, yeah. yeah. What, uh, were you surfing out in front of it, like Surfside at all? Or were you kind of yeah. like, yeah? Yeah, like, more at the hole. The hole. You know, yeah, yeah. like they kind of like, at that, I think 
if I remember correctly, it was kind of more localized. Like, so, yeah, it was heavy. Yeah, it was heavy. And like, as we talked as, about that a lot in the 90s or yeah. previous now, you know, well, they, years ago, they, they're like, I kind of got the pass because a couple of the guys were like, oh, you work at Cam Jacks? Okay, cool. Yeah, you can surf. And I was yeah. like, okay. But I was so little and young, like whatever, you know. And what were you riding then? Then I was riding, dang, I don't know. I have no idea, actually. <laughs> Whatever you get your hands on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would, we do. We lived like very lower class, so it's like boards, anything I could get, like just yeah, whatever. Well, was, HTO, I'm sure we'd be like, hey, I love skating, but like I need a surfboard too. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once you get connected to a shop, you get a little bit more access to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Ryan puts you on the team. Um, what besides castles what were you doing was there any other yeah. any other contests no yeah so that led to <clears throat> castles and then those were like super fun and that's where i met a lot of like people that were going to be pro you know at my age like not till they weren't pro till like five six years later but I met a lot of people that like I came up with. It's like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the guys. Castle stands for California Amateur Skate League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonia, who ran it, she just passed away, but she she ran it forever, and she was they just held it down. They just did it all the time. So, shout out to Castle because that was an amazing experience for me. Yeah, but but going back, I don't know. There was probably very few spots they held those events, or where they were. What, they were all over. They're all over. Yeah, they were all over. Okay. There's like Long Beach at the Lagoon, and then the Valadrone and Carson, and then uh, Oceanside at um, Climax Distribution, which was like Invisible Skateboards and Tracker Trucks, and then the all the like San Diego Main. What's that park that Tony Hawk always went to? But it was one of those. But they had them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so. w- were they just? Uh, like all the features they just bring in for the day or yeah. they're always like because yeah. it's at like a special venue yeah yeah they would they would have their own ramps it would be the same ramps for every year yeah. just like a little differently organized but and unless they were at a skate park different sponsors yeah. like different like yep. yeah. mostly yeah. street skating though uh, mostly street skating yeah yeah so and that yeah. was like that was the only thing that was going on in skating at that time to like have something organized so through. walk us through like a typical <clears throat> castle Skate contest like what like different age groups yeah yeah so it'd be like age groups from like i think it was like 8 to 12 and then like 13 to 15 and then 17 to 18 and then there was and that's non-sponsored yeah and then sponsored is like all age groups and then there was pro so they had a pro division in it they had a pro division yeah. yeah and they were paying out money for I don't think so. Yeah. Not at that time. <laughs> yeah. So like... Grab bag swag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when... Because surfing, you know, it's it's easier to judge. Kind of. Uh, Skateboarding is like... It's super technical. You got to have, yeah. uh, you know, people that know surfing. I mean, it's similar. You know, you want people that are good at the sport or at least super knowledgeable, you know, have history. Yeah. So they yeah. could tell the difference between good and... Because when, when you think about, okay, I'm going to watch a skateboard contest, right? Yeah, so technical. It's so technical. And the element of, like, if you don't know how hard a trick is, right? Right, yeah. And because there's some tricks that look easy, and there's dudes that make it look easy, but it's the hardest fucking thing you totally. can do. Yeah. 
And that's what skateboarding is. You're like, what the fuck did he just do? Yeah. And how did it look? Oh wait, he did that switch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got that, that's that's the thing is you got to know they got to know their yeah. That's what I like about skateboarding because it's like it's almost like gymnastics where you have to like nail everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like you you have to execute where surfing is like you pull into a barrel and if you come out you get a good score. <laughs> But it all depends on, on the wave, right? A lot right. of it's the yeah. wave. Yeah. But would you have to fill out your entry card as like, you know, hey, I'm Chad, Tim, Tim, Alfred, Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> and then I'm a regular or goofy stance? Because going yeah. back to your point, going switch a lot, yeah. you know, like, what do you mean you didn't score me? That I did that switch. And, you know, like, there's got to be some sort of like, yeah. I don't know. I was, they... I was so young, but yeah, you did. You told them your stance and... I think they kind of like yeah they'd watch they, you enough, but they would that. have like sponsor guys being judges, and they know they knew what they were doing. Yeah, and, and it timed round like you know yeah 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 it was everyone went one one time, and you got like thirty seconds or a minute whatever it was, and then oh no thirty seconds, and then the next round if you moved it was like into the finals would be like sixty seconds. That's so, it. Yeah, that's, that's all so you quick. get. Yeah. That's so crazy. So if you miss, you got to run like there you go, and then. Try to in one trick at the thirty seconds, or as many as you can fit many in. Many as you can fit in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thirty seconds sounds like nothing. Yeah, maybe well, I'm, maybe I'm saying it wrong, but it was like a short amount of time. No, I, yeah. I think you're right. It's yeah. probably a minute, like or less. And yeah. yeah, that's a lot when you're pushing and huffing and sp- it's like a sprint. It's a yeah, sprint. you know, yeah, for sure. And skateboarding is fucking technical. Yeah, like I mean, especially street skating and the like rails and hubbas and boxes. Yeah. And, like that's so much more to it than uh, surfing. You know what I mean? Yeah, surfing those too is like the, the you know they give you like fifteen or twenty minutes, but depending on them how much paddling you're doing and where you're at and like how to it's yeah it's not a lot of time. Like you think oh fifteen minutes done. You're like wait what just happened? Because yeah. <laughs> when like if you compare the two like like we were doing earlier right pro surfer pro skateboarder like it's and I don't mean it to sound. I think surfing is way harder for sure to to master <laughs> because it's it's never the same. It's never the same. It's Whereas versus. skateboarding is always the same, yeah. and you can like practice, practice, practice till you get it perfect. Where surfing is like, yeah, you can practice, 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 but if you don't get the right wave, you ain't getting shit. Or living in the right area. You know, yeah. like, I mean, drive, physique, oh, you can take all those other elements out. But, you know, if you live close to a killer skate park, it's like living close to a killer surf, surf yeah, spot. But, sure. but yeah. even better. But it's, it's even constant. You know, like constant. constantly. Now wave pools are throwing a, a, a new twist to what's going to go on yeah. in the future. Yeah. But, <laughs> but skateboarding, like, fuck. Like, even though, yes, you can be, you could master it. You know, you, you're able to master it. It's still fucking like, whoa, there's, you know what I mean? Like, there's, it's still fucking hard. It's still really, <laughs> so hard. you know, excruciating pain. <laughs> I, would, I would say at my age, like, okay, I've, I've been surfing for maybe 15 years. I would say surfing is way harder to learn. I'm like, let me tell you this. <laughs> I can't, I, every time I like miss an opportunity, I'm like, that's what I should have done. I'll never have that opportunity to try that again. Cause that wave is never going to be there. 
But yeah. if I want to go skate, I know exactly what I did wrong. I'm going to go do a loop around the park or the yeah. ledge or whatever and, and try that. And then you like can that's, grow, you know? That's where these weight pools are so successful because when they're putting out perfect wave, but you ha- I know that mindset is these waves are the same. And you and, and it's so addicting. Now I can and, do, and, and this. You do this turn. Okay, I'm going to turn here and I'm going to do a little quicker and I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then the next time, next opportunity, you little minute corrections. Yeah. And the next one, and by the end of the day, you're like you're you're fucking like improving quite a I bit based so. on or not improving, but you're just whatever you were focused on. How, you're you're this, kind of accomplishing. How's it. this stuff? You're a pro skateboarder, right? The older you get. Not the shittier, but the less you can do, right? Yeah. But now that you're surfing more, the older you get and the more you surf, the better you're getting. I feel like that. <laughs> I seriously feel like Because I'm like, oh, that, that doesn't hurt as much. So I'm going to go for it, you know? Yeah. But I did land on my fin recently and that sucked. But yeah. There's definitely... Yeah, there's certain things that like hurt, but it was it's way more life-giving than skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. But the, It's like, so addicting. It's so addictive. Right? But going back to you saying not getting into skateboarding until probably freshman year, you know, and I'd say if a surfer, there's not too many pro surfers that started at like 15. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they started young. They started young and and at least a few years. Like, How old were you? um, I mean, I'd say it started surfing at like 9 or 10, but really got into it like fourth going into fifth grade so i think it's like 11 yeah you know 11 yeah. ish but you were surfing like six seven eight years old a little yeah not a lot like yeah. summertime weekends i'm going down with my dad and brother and yeah. not like super psyched on it and I, i've told this before but it's like smith and i'm at i'm fourth grade and there was two dudes that were in fifth grade and they were like king of the fucking campus and they're <laughs> fucking surfer dudes <laughs> And me and a couple of my buddies were like, "That's who we want to be." I want to be like, yeah. I want to be that guy next year in fifth grade because you're kind of ruling the campus. You're a fifth grader, you know, that, you know. And that was the, I, I wanted to be those guys. So that was the summer fourth going into fifth. That was like, and I had my brother who's four years older, and my dad, and they surfed and they, they kept, "Why are you boogie boarding? Why are you standing up on the boogie yeah. board? Like, why don't you go surf?" And yeah, you know, I got heckled a lot. And I was like, I didn't even care, you know. I was like, whatever. And then those guys kind of inspired me to like. Okay, I want to like take this seriously. Yeah, and junior high also had kind of like a, a surf, not a surf team we competed, but the Dwyer had like a surf. They had a surf, like a surf team. Right? Team, yeah, 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 like program. He just didn't compete against Sours at that time and oh, other right. schools, but they're still kind of a collective group and yeah. know, surf club team, whatever. And that was also like on the horizon. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, so high. so first sponsor H two O H two O. What was your first like skate sponsor? Skate sponsor. Yeah. Then so then uh, I skated with um, Jeff Azer, who was like a local filmer in Huntington, and then Beagle, who was like uh, the Baker Boys filmer. Yeah, you, you guys know who Beagle is. Yeah. he's like a character. I Jason started Beagle. Yeah, is it Jason? Uh, no, um, I don't know. Can you edit it out? Because I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lennon knows he probably has yeah, yeah. Beagle. Beagle, Beagle, yeah, Beagle. Yeah. He's like he grew up Huntington and we all skated. I didn't know he grew up in Yeah, he was too. he's straight Huntington. Yeah. Wow. He, him and and then uh I started skating with them and then I met Chet Thomas through them. 
And then Chet got me on Globe Shoes. Like me and Ryan Kenrich were like the first um, US AMs wow. for Globe. And then that's like, I was like 17, 18 or something like that. So like 96, 97? 97, yeah. 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 And Chet was... Blowing up. Blowing up. Volcom yeah. was like blown Volcom, up. Yeah. Globe. Globe. He went to Marina. Dark Star. Where did he go? I think he went to Marina. I think he, yeah, because yeah. I remember, I don't know if we're age close, but like, I just remember, I think he was a Marina dude, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we, what, I mean, he was big time. What's crazy yeah. is I met those guys, like him, Steve Black. Yeah. You know Steve Black? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chet Thomas, Ryan Thomas. Uh, fuck. Rob Wolf, John Izeski, they used to come to Bullet Surfboards and, and it was on Bolsa and Heil. And they were like oh, wow. they were like little kids. Yeah. And they used to come to you know, in the shop and like he just dated himself. That's how old he is. Yeah, right? super old. <laughs> they were kids. Yeah, they were kids. But um but yeah, they freaking Chet was just like fuck, I don't even know. He was like he, and like he was not tiny. even like a full fledged skateboarder. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And he was tiny because he had to keep up with his brothers. Yeah. So I know, like, because he was on Santa Cruz, if I'm not mistaken, that he was like, he was like the next Wonder Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Doing launch ramps and stuff. But Chet, like, really um, kind of took me under his wing and he got me on. And then he got me introduced at Dwindle Distribution to be part of. Uh, just there like you know i kind of had to like what what board brand do you want to ride for and i was like oh, i don't know and then they were starting uh, a team skateboards and they're like you want to be on a team and i'm like chet i don't want to be like everything you're on you know like i don't know why want to be my own i want to be my own yeah and then they were like well okay then you know we, world industries is going to redo like relaunch and i was like okay and i thought i was going to be with like the world industry guys with like cream campbell shiloh Greyhouse, and enrique and ended up being like not that so when i got on they were like it, they just changed the whole team and yeah. i was on with like people i wasn't too psyched on and like skateboarders are way fucking different with their tastes and their opinions than surfers like how you, you guys are just a little bit more rough yeah. and a little bit more like strict about who, what you like, who you like, and you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, they're way more uh, uh, opinionated and way more like, ah, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah he's yeah, not yeah, on. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be on that because they are fucking. You know what I mean? Like they're way the more uh, was tight. Yeah. Yeah, they're way more tight and way more like. I don't know. It's like. But the Ashley, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know what you 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 you're, you mean. And and surf, you know, you're talking about your sponsors like shoes and hard goods yeah. and, and and board. You know, like surfing, it's clothing. Like you got to kind of represent. So you're kind of vanilla down based on what the pro, like the yeah. clothing. Like had you're wearing what all the yeah. other team riders wear. You look pretty similar. You don't have that individuality. Yeah, where Skaters you're kind of like a bit more like. I don't know, exclusive. It, it's it's funny because like skateboarding is supposed to be this inclusive thing, but everybody really is like a a gatekeeper, you know? Yeah, like, it's pretty funny because which I kind of fucking like. I like I like it that. because you can protect like if you're if you're on a yeah, and if you're on a brand and something's working and somebody new comes in, if that person can't vibe with everybody in the van, like you shouldn't be there. Yes, you know, because it can bring morale down and then. 
that the you know, yeah. videos aren't going to be as good. You yeah. Know? I, yeah, and I always respected and like kind of thought, wow, that's kind of cool. Like, if if this dude is a kook, and everybody thinks he's a kook, and but he rips, but he's a kook, so he's not in. Yeah, you know, and that's what. But hey, see. if he's not as good as that kook, but he's super fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. And we want to hang with them. He's on the team. Totally. That's what I love yeah. about. Yeah, we we interviewed Chad Denina. That's you know oh, yeah. started Nick. He, oh, he was the same at, way. Like he was at H two O. That's where I met Chad. I, know. Yeah. So that, I was going to bring it up because he was one of those. And but he was you know he had that mentality too. Like all, yeah. he had to get voted on yeah. to the team and like skateboarding is like, way more like whoa. <laughs> they're they're more like discerning on what they do. You know, yeah. team wise, like marketing direction it just seemed like okay we're all in this together yeah like that's what's fucking awesome what what we see right now is like and you know everybody is really knocking on our door right now at new balance and it's like everyone is so good but not everyone is like valuable and not everyone is marketable and it's hard to just differentiate because it's like yeah you're amazing but there's nothing like no one cares and that's like hard to have like reality but like there's very little that are going to make it. Dude, I fucking rip harder than you. Why didn't you go on a contract? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But come out skate me, bro, first. <laughs> you see the contest and like these guys that are like really good have zero style, zero taste. Yeah. But they're better than everybody. Yeah, they, they pull everything off. Yeah. But no one there's cares. Something, yeah, <laughs> there's something about them that it turns you off or makes you yeah. like look past them. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to say like with the, like the, the, what's it called? The, with wave pools coming in, what I saw in skateboarding, this is my own opinion, like when skate parks really got to be built and all around California, you see a lot of really talented skateboarders, but just Styles no flavor. Yeah. It's just robotic. And I'm like, I wonder if surfing's going to have this like surge of skills and you, robotic. There is you know? that. I think yeah. it's already happened to, even with like with the wave pools. pools. I just yeah. think, and we've talked about like this before, again, like style uniqueness and i feel like surfing has gone through this phase where yeah there's so many good kids and it's really hard to stand out because everybody's fucking ripping but yeah you know the ones that do have the edge are the ones that are a little more i wouldn't say awkward but a little off they're not traditional yeah it it almost turns into jock whatever exactly jock surfing jock skateboarding jock whatever it there's no like real soul or authenticity behind their passion they just want to get good to get good not like good because they love it yeah yeah you know what i mean because yeah. like or they're a struggle like in skateboarding you see a lot of kids that are struggling in life and they have the best style yeah you know because they're that's where it's going to come out well you know, all it's the funny flavors. you say that you just reminded me of like what kelly slater said it, and him and like some of the guys that he hung out with you know they all come from like broken homes you yeah. know like yeah. you know whatever it was they, they didn't have the best upbringing yeah. and you didn't have the up, best upbringing right, right. like yeah. you didn't you'd live without right yeah, totally. and that's what makes gnarly surfers and gnarly skateboarders because they're rising from where they're at you know what I mean totally, yeah. and, and skateboarding and surfing helps them get out of that yeah right but what i think what sucks is the history and culture of skateboarding and and surfing it it's not dying but it's being forgotten 
right? Because we don't have magazines, we don't have videos, we don't have like demos or like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a sure. lot. There's, there's a lot of things that are, are starting to like fall away because budgets are getting cut or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, it sucks that those are the things that made us more passionate about what we do. Absolutely, right? Because yeah. we look, we, we look at magazines, we look, we watch videos. We're like, fuck, that yeah. guy's insane. Yeah. Oh, he's cool and he's gnarly. Oh my god, he's got style. Well, like we get that from what magazines and videos everybody now is their own self-promoter so if you don't have style you're just throwing out like clips for clips or whatever versus like back in the day you had to get approved from the photographer you had to have the right photographer the right space the 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 editors and you know sponsor there's there's all these elements to Stop killing your dog, you guys. They're so mean. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Snuggles strikes again. <laughs> but, you know, the, 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 the culture, it's gotten kind of, like you said, forgotten, but watered down. And, and now it's yeah. like nobody's relying. Nobody's looking at those magazines and analyzing how the hand is, how the fruit right, is. Right. With this, you know. Yeah. Hey, thank God for Nine Club. Yes. Late Night with Chalky. Bomb hole? The couch surfing show, the bomb hole. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, I I think you know now, like you mentioned, all these skate parks pop, popping up, and now that that's their go-to, where they didn't have to go skate five miles to hit this one little crooked curve, right. and they didn't have to go three miles or catch a bus to go over here. So they're not getting that like mix of of yeah. And of what, really tracking down like variety, like in surfing, if you just surf Huntington every day, yeah, you could get really good. But if you're not surfing Newport, Lowers, Rincon, Santa Cruz, and really getting like all these yeah. really different like tech type of waves, yeah. that's what's really going to kind of elevate you. And same thing, skateboarding, you can't skate the same stuff. Anymore. Yeah. And in skateboarding, it's more like prestigious to do shit in like non-skate park scenery. For sure. Yeah, you, you know, hunt down yeah. like a unique yeah. spot. Yeah. Like you, you go to spots where it's, it's it stairs next to a building or a schoolyard, like places that you're not supposed to skate, but you do it and you do something gnarly on it. Unless you're getting chased by a security guard, it's fucking not making it, bro. <laughs> but that's what's cool about skateboarding. Like it's edgy. It's edgy. It's like raw. It's dangerous. My it's, my good friend Tom Tom K. He's like he grew up in Huntington. He's Did he skater. really? Yeah, Tom K. Him and Matt Bublis, they grew up right How do you here. say his name? Karangelo. Karangelo. So he surfs, but he's an amazing skater. But his whole skating right now is go search for spots that are in movies and see what he can skate on them. And that's movies like... like in like big screen movies? Like his fa- yeah, like, like his favorite movie is Heat. So he like went search for like all the the like skate obstacles and heat, you know. No way. Yeah, and he he posts about cool like it's a a really cool thing. Yeah, he has a good like he literally searches for spots all week for four days a week, and then he'll mark them down, and then during the weekend he goes and films on them. That's That's awesome. That's how he does it. How did he come up with that idea? Just watching movies. (laughs) Watching. No, I think I think it's just so hard to skate in LA that you like. You need to have your own spots. We got to dodge the needles and the shit yeah. and the freaking broken down car. What, <laughs> what a cool, what a cool concept. Yeah. And to build around like a magazine article or a video yeah. or whatever, 
Yeah, That's check cool... check his out his, uh, his Thrasher uh, on YouTube. Thrasher YouTube. Dude. It's called Out There, and then he talks all about. How it. does Thrasher? I mean, I know how, why, but it's, it's a trip. <laughs> it's a trip that Thrasher has never lost a beat. I there's no other magazine right now. Right? It's crazy. But Thrasher is like, no one's ever said yeah. Thrasher sucks. No. It's no. always been like, it's the Bible of skateboard. Yeah. It, and, and it's like, very, very, you you can't not like watch Thrasher or want to be in Thrasher or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Logo, name, it's a brand, you know, yeah. outside of being a media, you know, kind of content creator and, and the, you know, like I said, the Bible of, of skate, but they just stayed so relevant based on being a yeah. brand and, and they're never running out of content because there's this new talent, new people coming through and it's like they yeah. could just feed on, but yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So going back. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're Surfing. We're, no, no, no. Skateboarding. <laughs> Oh, you know what I wanted to ask too is, you know, what what was the Castle Contest events costing you like for your you or your parents or your sponsors? And I, my brother was in the Air Force and he was uh, he was stationed at uh, Moreno Valley out there, and he paid for it all, like thirty, forty bucks in a yeah, like twenty five, yeah, something bucks, like that. But nothing. he would drag. He's because he like he because he could have done something in skating. He was pretty good, so he's like, I want to support you in this. And then he was like, "That's cool." He was my bro. He was like driving in his '95 Civic, 120 miles down to San Diego to get me to the contest on time. Yeah, wow. yeah. He was like, "Let's go, let's go, let's go." Living, was, yeah, living vicariously, but also super supportive and yeah, awesome. Yeah, and he's he's full Filipino, so he looks like he actually looks like Daywon Song. He has the full Filipino like huge head. So like when people see me and him, they're like, "Who's this?" They're like, "Oh, that's my brother." You know, they're like, "Oh," and he's like way shorter than me. I think so. And then when you're getting like your early sponsors, you know, you're not quite pro, but you're like getting hooked up. Are they just giving you gear? Are they helping with paid events and travel at all? Or yeah, I think so. Right out of high school, graduated in '99, signed up for community college at Golden West Community College, nice. and then. I got a call from the team manager at Globe. He's like, hey, we're going to Europe for two months. Do you want to go? I was <laughs> like, yes. He's like, this is my opportunity. So I went that. And then from there, it was like, I, as I am, I got paid pretty good. Yeah. Because I think they were like investing in me to grow. And I had like so many, I was like, World Industries. And I went to New Deal Skateboards. And I'm still on Globe. Nixon what was Watchers, Skateboards? Nido? Uh, World Industries. And then uh, New Deal. New Deal. New Deal. Yeah. yeah. And then... It, I think it was just like right after high school, it, everything just kind of kept growing from there. And you know? New Deal wasn't part of World Industries, right? No, that was another distribution with Element Skateboards and um, Black Label. I think Black Label was there. Yeah, but and and New Deal was more your steez. Yeah, yeah. I had a close friend Rob Gonzalez who was pro for them. He's like, yeah, you should come ride for us. And, and New Deal was kind of hit like it was like the biggest board brand in like the early '90s. And so when I got on, this is like early 2000s where it was like kind of on its way out. Mm. And we did this video called Seven Year Glitch, which was the video I turned pro for. And that got a lot of attention. And then, um, but the company just didn't, wasn't doing well. Yeah. In that episode that I listened to is a trip because you said that you guys made this video and then the the people said, oh, we're going to shut this down. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? We just made this video. Yeah. 
But before that, God, what was I going to say? You, because Rodney Mullen was the the man at World Industries, right? At Dwindle, yeah. At Dwindle, yeah. yeah. And at that time, there's, like you said, there was, was it A-Team that he's going to try to put you on? Yeah. But yeah. you wanted to be on New Deal, right? I, want, I wanted to be on World. A world with like the original world team. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then that that whole fiasco just happened where they got rid of everybody, and then they put this new team on. And I didn't know that they maybe they told me, but as I went on the first trip, I was like, "Where's all? Where's Cream Campbell?" And they're mm. like, "Oh, he's not on it." And you're like, "Oh, what am I doing here?" <laughs> so the whole point of going to the team is to hang out with your, you know, your peers and yeah, idols. And yeah, that, totally. Yeah. You know, um, castle contest, and I, m- I remember you. S- you put together a portfolio. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. okay, the famous portfolio. Yeah. yeah. So skateboarders did it too. I know, but I yeah I cut. That was out. big in, in for amateur surfers to oh, get sponsored. Okay. Just to have a portfolio. Yeah, I cut out all my stuff, all my editorial I've had, and all the mags. What was your first uh, contest rankings, or you know? No, I didn't have that because it was I wasn't I didn't do good in contests. I sucked at contests, but yeah, I meant to. So yeah, what, bro. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, no. This guy always throws me under the bus. I, I made a lot of heats, dude. All right, <laughs> it shows out about you, bro. Uh, so, you, what? Oh, okay. so, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Is so, that, clippings magazine. Yeah, what was the first shot in the mag? First shot. In which mag? First shot was, I think it was both Transworld and Thrasher. It was a Darkstar ad mm. when Darkstar was just wheels, and it was a two-page spread. I did a switch crooked grind on this handrail in Signal Hill, California. Yeah. And when, when, who, was it Chet that said, hey, we're going to put you in the mag? No, he's like, we're going to, we want to give you an ad that will go in the mag. Okay. Yeah. And so go like, work your ass off and get a yeah, shot? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I, they surprised me. I like didn't know that um, it was going to happen. And they're like, oh, here, you're your first. I was like, no way. And I had like a two page spread. I was 19 at the time. And I was like, dream Dude, come what, true how yeah. crazy it's I mean, crazy what an accomplishment that is right yeah. what a milestone in your career right yeah like there's nothing more rewarding than having somebody like chet thomas tell you hey you, we want you to be in an yeah. ad go go get something yeah. yeah and then you get something and then you see it in the mag and you're like fuck well, yeah. well there's so much emotion around it because it's like one you're one up in your your pals and you've made it but two you're making your like parents proud and yeah you know you feel Not like yet. all that i didn't make them proud yet no, but you know <laughs> like just all but of the in your mind you're like fuck i'm moving on up yeah, right yeah, yeah i made it yeah it was um it was one of those situations where you're like this doesn't feel real like yeah. you know when you hear people say it but and I, I felt like I had a lot to do still because it was like, oh, it's just your first ad. You went over to because you went over to Lucky's or Albertsons and opened up all the stuff <laughs> down the magazine yeah. aisle. Wow! Oh, I, oh, you guys know who that is? Just hung out. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I'm signing because you're 19 years old, right? Yeah. And and up to that point, you haven't accomplished. That is maybe younger, 17, 18. I was 17, 18 around. 17, 18. Yeah. But you know, turning pro. Right or that's your you're thinking that in the back of your mind, right? Or you that was the goal. That was the goal. Yeah, that was like a dream that I wanted to. Yeah, because you're yeah. you're thinking, okay, Golden West College, community college. I'm going to do that as in my back pocket. Yeah, uh, but I want to be pro. Yeah, and up 
to that point, I mean, contest skateboarding isn't gnarly or not gnarly, but doesn't really make you pro, right? Right. Like yeah. contests, not not the way that you want to be pro. Right. You want to be pro for being a good fucking skateboarder. I want to put out v- really good video parts and inspire people to skate. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like in in pro skateboarding, it's not really contests that matter. It's like just the way you fucking skate. Now it's like different paths. Yeah. There's you more. Know, you can do, you can be just a contest skater or you can be a free, what is it? I don't know what, because surfing's free. Free, free surfer. Free surfer. Yeah. But yeah. I guess that's a free skater, you know? Yeah. So. Because so most of the skaters that make money, it, it wasn't because of winning contests. contests. It's just fucking, they're gnarly. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> crazy, yeah. Gnarly or like influential, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they have style, they have whatever, you know what I mean? Like they they earn it through their skateboarding, not their contests. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was, a, it, I, I don't know, I, I followed skate, but then it was like, some felt like they're invitation only you know like a you know you'd have the do tour you know big big events yeah. you know you'd have those those tours the extreme and then, shit and then yeah, yeah like extreme there's all these different but that's like Same jock things. skateboarding right like the x games yeah and stuff yeah but which, was it was there like which was big money for skateboarders yeah. but it wasn't what you're doing or what you wanted to achieve i just didn't like the um the mentality I think I think I was one. I was always nervous. I don't like I didn't like crowds. And then two it was just the mentality of like skaters trying to one up each other. Like you know somebody from skating that's like another pro, and they're like just fully concentrating on and not even acknowledging you. That was just like this is like there's such a weird vibe. I was yeah. Like, I'm like I'd rather be communal and just go skate. But, yeah. But there was also like one trick, one rail, one in, like invite only, like m- like yeah. best move. Like events best or something? Trick. Best trick best events? Best trick, yeah. It was like kind of, well, 99, like in the 90s, 2000s, it was kind of both. So they do like the contest and best trick. And then now they do like, I think it's, uh, who's doing it now? But they're doing like replicating old skate spots and yeah. rebuilding them and then mm-hmm. having contests. Mm. So. See, there's, you know, in surfing the same thing, there's all these different aspects of air, barrel, you know, yeah. like surf, you know, kind of. There's a lot of different ways to kind of promote the sport, but find an eclectic or, you know, competitive or, you know, a, a different groups to highlight, you know. Yeah. Did, did you yeah. ever do those Mountain Dew, like, I, uh, I did, like, X Games? I did X Games. I did, like, I never, like, I think I maybe made it to, I maybe qualified a couple times. Um, as I am, I did, I think the big contest was Skate Park of Tampa, mm. spot in Florida. And that's, like, kind of, like, for you coming up in the 90s or in the early 2000s, like, that's where you would get recognized a lot because yeah. the whole industry would go to Florida and see everyone skate. And I did pretty good God. there. Skate park in Tampa, the Tampa Am and Tampa Pro were so big. It was mad. It's still pretty big, but it's it was huge. And, like, everybody from... Like the U.S. Open of, like... Yeah. It was skate. so fucking influential and so... It meant it made and broke careers. Yeah, it launched. You know, yeah. it launched so many names in, the, in in skateboard history. Dude, Chris Chris Cole was on World Industries when I was on World Industries. When we had this like, we were both on it for only like six months, but we went to Tampa Am, and he he actually got 
I think he got third place in the contest, but he won best trick and I got second in best trick. And Chris Cole was just like light years ahead of everybody. And that was the contest where Jamie Thomas came up to him and was like, and started talking to him. And that's where he left World Industries to go be with Jamie Thomas. And then that was like his whole career just boomed after that. Yeah. Yeah. The chief. The chief. I was there for that. And then I was there in Huntington when Andrew Reynolds came up to Evan Hernandez and got his career going at Huntington Park. I got to witness both of these yeah. things. It was pretty crazy. That is wild. Like, it, you know? It's... Chris Cole, his persona, right? Yeah. Because it's all about, like... It's funny because skateboarding and, and all, like, board sports culture, there used to be subcultures, right? Yeah. And and now, as, as the, the sport and the cultures grow... There's many cultures, subcultures within the culture. And when you when you brought up Chris Cole and he was world, right? And I I don't know if I'm I'm I'm, I'm not sh- I'm pretty sure I'm not making this up, but he was more like a fresh guy. Yes. And then Chief yes. tapped him and said, No, dude, you're gonna ride for me and then he was a hash guy. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that funny? It's kinda Ten like pants. Yeah, yeah, it was like I controversial, think. you know? It's like here's your outfit. That was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal because Chris was from Philadelphia. Just wore like baggy, baggy cargos, chains. With, yeah, it was crazy hair, like faded and like, all stuff. <laughs> and like that was like the kind of the controversial thing was like, did, did you know Jamie just give him like an outfit? Yeah, like, here you wear this now. But I don't know the whole story behind that. Yeah, well, if you let it happen, it I happened. mean that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a great you know marketing like you know kind of pitch you know to where it's like, hey, you don't want to look different and stand out. Like let's. Change your look and yeah. I mean, he helped him tremendously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was a good thing. What's crazy too is like, skate park in Tampa is. I mean, we we can't say enough about it because it's done so much for skateboarding. Yeah, right. But man, and you might get mad at me, but it's okay. <laughs> but it, I hate it when non-endemic companies come into the sport and not blow it up and everybody's happy and then they and they create a vacuum yeah. right yes. so and this is because I worked for DVS right okay yeah remember I worked for DVS yeah, yeah. and Gabe Clement and, and the Dunlaps like they sponsored the skate park at Tampa for like fucking forever for a long ass time yeah and it was insane and I think it it definitely helped DVS become the number one skate shoe brand for for a long time, and then who steps in? Nike SB, and I might not have the numbers dollars correct, but they paid a for Skate Park of Tampa <laughs> DVS sponsorship was like sixty ninety grand a year, right? Yeah, that that's what they paid sixty to ninety grand Out, a year outside of the event costs. That, but like that was just that title. Yeah, you know, like that, that's yeah. what they paid them to sponsor the, yeah. the fucking contest. Yeah. Nike SB. Remember, it took them so long to get in the market, right? Yeah, right. And everybody hated Nike. Yes. Remember that? Yes. But then they started doing dunks and fucking became a thing, right? Right. And they started sponsoring all the gnarliest skateboarders. Like you, you couldn't deny their their entrance, right? Right. And then they start sponsoring Skate Park in Tampa. And they dropped 
like a quarter of a million dollars into it to take over. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I don't doubt that. Yeah. But they elevated the presentation, the yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, and then they became number one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. It, it's wild. I hate that. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. I like it. But I hate it. Yeah, I I, I worked for Levi's and they were pushing the Levi's skate and trying to come in. And they were killing it, and they were they were killing it. But they too many hats in a big company, too many too many decision makers, and not listening to us yeah. on like what to do. And they put on a killer event at you know uh, in San Francisco F- yeah. FTC, yeah, yeah. you know, and they build they drop. 150 grand that day they build a whole skate park in the back yeah just for the one day event and they pay out pretty handsomely yeah. on the thing yep. which was really cool and inside that they were building parks you know in india and all these third world yeah. you know they did a lot of great stuff but it was like and then poof we're out like <laughs> yeah they they you know it was just frustrating when you're like trying to guide them with yeah. all the money and be like hey you could do that and that's great but like we and need to really see the like the shop kids and the core kids and like yeah. do I'm grassroots not- stuff not just this one-off event that not not many people and it wasn't covered it was yeah. it was just it, it was just bizarre missed opportunity missed opportunities yeah, sure. and it was- it's just heavy because we as lifelong participants lifelong authentic you know surfers skaters whatever snowboarders we're in this we're we're in this for life right right and and it sucks because like nike or levi's or even dickies now right new balance they hire the right people and and they create a market for their brand and they're ringing the register at that's the shops that we we want them to ring the register yeah. in, right? Right. But then, all happy. What happened? What you know what I mean? Like what happened? You know, like like Nike pulled out of surf, right? Well, yes, and, Nike's and pulled out of surf, and Nike's pulled out of skate park of Tampa, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's just like an Adidas, same thing. Like they hire people, and then boom, they're out of it. Yeah, it's and like, that bums me out. It bums me out because it's like if you're gonna come into the industry come with a commitment you know longevity wise and and a lot of people put their heart and soul into this and when you pull out it's devastating yeah well it's all those heritage brands strive decade after decade to stay relevant and stay like hey how do we how do we groom the next generation to love our our product we don't want to be a dad brand you know we don't want to be a grandpa brand we want to be well, they we want, want to sell cradle, them. They want cradle to grave. That's that's where that's it's at. The, and yeah. you, you, they do that. And then all of a sudden, like, some CEO is like, why are we doing this? It's not There's no return on investment. We're yeah. not making the money. And yeah. it's just like they start looking at somebody that doesn't get the picture of, yeah. like, this is a long-term, is a long-term yeah. slow-growing. Like, this is what makes us cool. All this helps sells all this, but yeah. they don't. They, it's all separate. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, those are little skate shops. All those orders don't add up to this one chain store, you know? Yeah. And yeah. they say so. Influences so many more than yeah. It, it's it, tough. Yeah, it sucks because they hire our friends, and then they fire our friends. Or sponsor our friends, you know? Hire a friend, yeah. whatever. It's, it's heavy that, that that has to happen. It's business, right? right? But to us, it's more than business. And what sucks, it's not entirely their fault but when they 
do that and then they pull out and then unfortunately they they take the market share right yeah like think about it yeah numbers new balance is the number one skate brand right now right i it's up there it's up there you guys are you guys are either number one or poised to be number one i've I've heard it in a lot of different... I I, I don't know who takes responsibility for that. Chad, Slim, Tim. But but how weird is it that... There's no skate brands. (laughs) Like skate... There's no more skate brands. I'll I'll say this on that, is that skate... Hard goods, skateboard brands are the ones that, you know, in the 90s and the 2000s were dictate someone's career yeah and they had the biggest influence and the magazines and magazines everything and about that, yeah. that, which is the, the advertising dollars Core. going to the yeah yes. like there was a path to help build somebody yes up and if they believed them and now and now it's <laughs> and now it's uh you know you have new balance you have nike you have adidas that have all the money <laughs> linda get your little <laughs> he's out of control dude he's got oh, yeah. his own we we can't mess with him. Snuggles, come here. You little yeah, bastard. I mean it's it, you know the it sucks. The pathways have changed a way to you know create a career and it's uh it's the company's own demise too. You know for sure. It's not just the big big brands, but you know the endemic skate brands did it themselves too. We let them in. Yeah, we yeah. let them in. Yeah, you know, yeah. but money talks. Yeah, a lot. But hey, as long really as not. you're supporting the skate shops, the surf shops, the riders, the workers, we're in. Then cool. Yeah. yeah. Then you um, may stay. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to your Golden West College, you got an invite to go to Europe for like two months to go film and Whoa, hang out. Dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing this back. You're bringing it back, yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Was there, I mean, where where was, were you coastal or was this like inner city, like, you know, like, inner, like, where were you at? Because I would assume if you're a surfer and you're going halfway around the world and there's like surf spots close by, you're going to try to. Would you try to surf? Try to slide in? No, so this time I was not surfing at all. I was like, fo- just focused on skating. That's it. Like, get surfing. I was like, I don't care i just want to skate yeah because that's where you're that's the passion right now that's the passion that's all i thought i didn't even think about surfing for years yeah so going back to first uh first photo was the ad Mm -hmm. what was the first video part uh then it was it was day one versus rodney round two oh no sorry sorry bk's bk's video was called the new horizon so bk got all the local God, BK's rivers. fucking awesome. Dude, he's, yeah. I think he's sponsored everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he, he, he he's did done so series. much in action sports. Yeah. He did a lot. He's for fucking me. awesome. They're a marketing machine as far as building up like small brands and yeah. or big brands, whatever they're into. Well, like, he was involved in four one one. Uh no. 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 Okay. Yeah. I always thought that he was involved in Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. Involved yeah. in Nixon. Yeah. And Soltec in the beginning. Soltec. Yeah, yeah. See, his he did like a video series, and then his this was his second video called New Horizon, and then that's what kind of got like my name out there a little bit. I'm very proud of that video part because there was a lot of things 
that I still can't do that's in that video part. And that was like 99. Wow. And then from that was... Uh, Were you first or last part? I was last part. Woo! It was controversial because the, the war... Yeah. Well, it's same in surfing. That's a big deal, right? It's the same it in surfing, big, yeah. too. It that's big, a big yeah. deal, right? Yeah. Surfing the ender? Same thing. At the ender. Yeah. Because it's either... You're either... You're the shit if you're first or the last, That's right? the yes. two. Like, yeah. The bookends. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. last part's kind of more important than the first part. It, it, it can be equally valuable. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. But, I, like, if you're, like... The last part, <laughs> that's the last thing people remember. <laughs> yeah. Or the first thing that people remember. What about remember. This, this secret video at the end? <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, that's a big deal. So, when, when some, who, who made, BK made that movie? Yeah, BK funded that, yeah. And then he, he did he say, hey, you're going to have last part? Um, he did, yeah. And I was like, I don't, I didn't think I deserved it because the Warner crew, before they were piss drunks, they had a whole part. And they were, I think it was like all the filmers wanted them to have a part, but BK's like, no, Chad has last part. And I, I think it was a little controversial. Uh, controversial, yeah. That's kind of awesome. It was pretty cool. And yeah. you're talking Dustin Dolan? And- I was like Andrew and Jim Greco and Brad Hayes and um, gosh, there's more. I can't remember them all, but yeah. Yeah, and those guys were gnarly. Yeah, they were super gnarly. Yeah. And. and- they thought that they were going to get the last part. I don't. I think it was more the filmer. Yeah. I think, I think he wanted to end it on them because that's what would get the the video out in a brighter, broader audience. Because yeah. no one knew who I was. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's kind of a fucking big deal. Yeah. It was. I was pretty stoked. Yeah. Yeah. And randomly, my wife was there. I, we, we weren't even <laughs> dating at that time, and she was just happened to be there at the at the premiere. Was, we had the premiere at Triangle Square in Costa Mesa. <laughs> Right where Club Sutra or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, we had it right there. And that was 99. That was 99, yeah. Wow. And yeah. what are you, like 18? 19? Yeah, 18. Wow. So that was the first big, first with a movie premiere. Yep, yeah. You know, it's more of like the local hero premiere, video premiere. And yeah. Then, but it was a big party. It was a big party. I think. Damn right, there was. <laughs> Yeah, we had the, I don't know if you heard, but we Sutra. had Sutra, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the first video that kind of got me more known in the industry, I'd probably say was Seven Year Glitch with New Deal Skateboards. And that that was at the ASR oh, trade show in Long Beach that we premiered it there. So that was like a huge crowd. And that was pretty nerve wracking to be part of that. And so your New Deal, and did you, were you Globe then still? I was still Globe then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I remember you were saying in you got eight grand. Oh yes, as an am. Yeah. So, and then you got clipped. That's because they wouldn't because you didn't want to give them so parts. Glo- so Globe was working on their video called Opinion. It was like their first video for Globe, and I had this video part already done with New Deal, and the New Deal part was coming out. And then I think the marketing director was like, "Hey, here's some money. Here's like eight grand." You know, you think you can get that part. And I just remember pocketing the money. I was like, no. <laughs> Put it in my bank account, cash it out, whatever. And then like a week later, like, hey, you know, we're going to part ways. I was like, okay. But I kind of knew it because like if I take this money, it's probably nothing's going to happen. But I was pretty bummed to be um, at the time. Clip, like, or they diffused. Would yeah. they go? Like, they, w- this is w- the way it was going. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be part of this. But in hindsight, like, 
probably should have stayed there. I don't have regrets about it, but it was like if I wanted to be smart with it. Yeah, because they were not. They were already blowing up. But they were even gonna be more blown. They were gonna, yeah, yeah. Like I worked for DDS two thousand two to two thousand six. Oh, through the heyday. Yeah, yeah. And it was fucking crazy how much money. Like, like you were saying, uh, skateboard was dictating your career. Yeah. Right. Right. Which it always kind of did. Like board brands. Yeah. Board brands yeah. always kind of did, but. Your paycheck was coming from your shoes. Yeah. And shoes was such a big number for every single skateboard. Yeah. And at that time, the big ones, like, it was weird because I think DC and Etnies were the, like, and Globe were, like, the first kind of big, big shoe brands, right? Yeah. And then DVS, I, I, maybe I'm biased, but DVS was so... Everywhere I went, it was everywhere. It 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 owned the wall. It was on Friends. <laughs> yeah, it was on the, the Friends. On the fridge, fridge. <laughs> but everywhere I went, you know, when I was a sales manager, <laughs> I was a sales manager. I walk in every store. We'd have twenty fucking DVS SKUs, and then Lakai would have like ten, yeah. and then everybody else would have like five. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, cool. You and know, those, and those walk into the next one. Same and those thing. walls have all shrunk to twenty now. Yeah. yeah. And out of those twenty, it's all new balance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but like that, we're talking about how shoes was it was it was a category, you know, like different categories. Sometimes it's sunglasses, and yeah. you know, certain years. Sometimes it's the yeah. watches, you know. But shoes for that Fine frame was from two crazy. I mean, ever since I got in that on left HSS, it was like. The shoe business was gnarly up until like, I don't know, 2010, 2011. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the puffy skate shoe died when the skinny jeans. And the Vans. Well, they, skinny jeans were coming in a lot earlier, but the Ni- trend Nike came. started releasing all the dunks yeah. before they really started doing skate. And, yeah. you know, that's when that. The kind of heritage brands were like, wait, what are we doing? We, like, we, we always talk about how movies influence trends and style. Like Hollywood. Lord, yeah. Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, true, yeah. When that came out, like, vans just started fucking yeah. blowing up. And then, like, people were wearing Levi's tight. What year you know? was that? What year was that? They came I don't know. But yeah, uh, we'll have Lord. to Google it. Lord, but remember that, like, yeah, totally. you're like, holy shit, you know, like, what happened to fucking puffy skate shoes? What happened to Chet Fours? Yeah, <laughs> 2005, 2005, yeah, dang, yeah. yeah, that's when that came out, Lords of Dogtown, like, and that, you know, that was kind of the the peak, or you know, that, yeah, it was still going till like the crash of eight, you know, but it was like that was, yeah, that was that everything's full cylinders. And yeah. action sports, surf, oh, skate, yeah. snow, X Games, do tour, like yeah. warp tour, this, that, yeah. like money, money, money. It was like beyond wild. Yeah. So, was it a time to shine? So, a yeah. new deal. New deal. New deal. Uh, new horizon. Yeah. New deal. Um, when did you turn pro? I turned pro um, after that. So, 2000. 
or 2002. So after the New Deal video came out, that's when I turned pro. Yeah. For who? For New Deal. For New Deal. Yeah. And they made signature boards? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I made money from it. Um, Because they shut it down, right? Yeah, because they shut it down. And then, so I turned pro, my board comes out, and then they're like, it was Giant Distribution, which was Element, New Deal, and Black Label, and I think Stereo was there. But then they're like, we're going to stop doing New Deal, and then we're going to do a a new board brand, and we want you to be part of it. And that was... Populous. Populous, yeah. And uh, I, I like how you did your research, man. That's good. I just listened to the show. It was <laughs> fucking really cool. I, I really liked... I mean, those guys do a good job with, you know... With, but Populous sounded amazing. Yeah. It was kind of contrived from us all being together. So it was like Kyle Foster, Kenny Reed, Rob G, Raymond Molinar, me. And I think, I'm, uh, I think that was it. But it was like just a handful of us. And then... We made our own, we all did our own, like, graphics. graphic for our boards, and we only made, like, a hundred, and we all signed them, and then right before it launched, those things went out, and then they're like, like, like we need to hone it in, and then we had Yogi Proctor come in, who um, was known for kind of doing America, getting that whole vibe. Yeah. Before that, he did, we, we changed, so Populous turned into Pop War. Yeah. And it was, like, the war on pop culture, and it's just a... That's a cool name too. It's, it's cool. It's and like a tongue in cheek about like playing with against pop culture. So yeah, it was really cool. Was, pop war. Yeah, pop war. Um, How hard was it to get like you, you know starting new board brands and getting in the shops? It's like oh signature models, pro models. Like you're in. We like you know like yeah. was it difficult? Was I, it? I don't know because I wasn't on that side. Of yeah, it. I was just like I'm just gonna skate. You know, like yeah. you guys. Yeah, cool. I'm. You know, it was just like I'm still naive and young at that age and being early 20s like i just want to skate and you know we when we talk about the subculture right mm-hmm. and we talk about fresh and hash hash fresh like when we not everybody knows what we're talking about and hash is the grungy like tight pants wearing emo skateboarder yeah and then hash or fresh is the more like technical yeah uh baggy pants puffy shoes chains rap music kind of guy yes and you guys are kind of in between yeah a little bit in like leaning towards fresh but not all the way yeah you're a little bit more like i don't know how to describe i think it, it would be more hipster i guess it was hipster yeah more. it was more of like not you're not one or the other but like clean, different clean cleaner smooth yeah like that was the the goal yeah, yeah. And the, the guys that you just, Rob G. Um, Kenny Reed, Kyra Foster. You guys are all kind of in that same vein. Cairo was probably more of like a, I guess you could put like, he didn't dress like it, but he was more of like a Hessian. Like just goes big. Yeah. Slams. He's a narcissist. Like just likes to be punished in, in a good way. But Dirty. Yeah. Kyra Foster. Kyra Foster. Yeah. He's amazing. And. And then you had Rob G, who was very um, more on the te- he'd lean more t- to the technical side, but just power and style and hip hop. And and then you had Kenny Reed, who was just like this gypsy wanderer. Kenny Reed's known to be like he skated more countries than anybody in skateboarding. Is he the one that started iPad? He was no, but he had they 
his was like the number one selling shoe on iPad. The cats. And yeah. 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 And so we that had this a like a killer brand. Yeah. 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 It was a wallaby. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it was. Puffy yeah. wallaby. Yeah. 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 No, his his was more like the uh, kind of more of the half cabbage. Okay. The wallaby you one. You used to love wearing those yeah. wallabies. I still do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Clark's okay. baby. Clark. Clark. Gives, yeah, Clark. Gives, gives him extra like half an inch over there. Oh, yeah. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so so populist turned into pop war. Mm-hmm. And then um, pop war we kind of okay. So pop war was growing. We were doing good. We we're doing like we did like a couple of teaser videos and like I think the first time I saw my name on it that tripped out was when I saw my name on the board in in uh, Austria. 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 We were on a pop war trip and I was like, they had the like at a shop. Stack. No, like this kid was skating with it next to me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's my board. Wow. I was like, this is like halfway around the world and this guy has my board and I was like, okay, it really hit home that yeah that time because the the New Deal board didn't really manifest right? no no yeah i think i don't know if how many were made honestly yeah i, I have like one copy of it but I, yeah I, to me i know it's like pretty rare <laughs> pop war was god man that's when skateboarding was blowing up yeah, yeah. right yeah. like it was the heyday for skateboarding yeah so when when pop war was taking off that's when billabong bought element so giant was going through like this like crazy change of like Losing element, which was like Bam's heyday, right? Oh, it was so gnarly. It was so gnarly. Like this dude's getting freaking ten thousand dollar checks from just his trucks. That's I saw the numbers like from just trucks. Like you know, that's how much he was making at that time. I mean, I don't even know his other deals, but and that was the MTV. Days. That was the yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine somebody, Viva La Bam. He was making <laughs> fuck millions from Element. Jackass Viva La Bam. Yeah, Andy Irons was winning world titles in surfing, and Bam was getting ma- paid more than Andy Irons on Billabong. Yeah, that's the funny that's thing wild. about that's like so wild. because of MTV and, yeah. and the you yeah. know Viva La Bam. Yeah, because surfers were making more money at one point in time. Yeah, and then the shoe game started making way more money for skateboarders. Yeah. And then I think surfing kind of took over again, and then fucking like, bam came along and just changed it. Yeah, I mean that was kind of the beginning of the, you know, I mean reality shows have been around, you know, yeah. but as far as in our industry and athletes, you know, and like surfing never got that like reality show until what two years ago, and they did the the surfer, but like oh ultimate surf, no they, ultimate they had surf. that. But not really. Not as good. But as, like Rob not Nerdy as good as and what Bam and Jackass was doing. Yeah, Jackass, Jackass wasn't yeah, yeah. necessarily skate, but, but it was, it was way a lot of their than, personalities. All, I mean, sure. almost all of the sure. guys that were in it were skateboarders. But like Deerdick and like I mean, they were oh, all shit. It was I going about Deerdick. Yeah, yeah, it was going <laughs> fucking like that's why they're getting paid because. What was this show called? The first one with Black? With Big Black? What was it called? Something? To- uh, House of... No. Um, yeah, it was something like that, right? Ah, fuck. Re- uh, hold on. That was gnarly. Gosh, on, I keep thinking it. ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Ridiculousness is the way... That was after, that. which That's is... That's after. Fucking funny. brilliant and funny. Yes. Um, how... Uh, okay. But yeah. Bam. Holy. I wonder who in skateboarding has made the most money. I think Dirty. Deerdick. Rob, Robin Biggs. Yeah, Deerdick. Fantasy right. Factory. Fantasy Factory. I was just thinking, fa- fa- uh, yeah. No, was it Fantasy Factory? No, it was before that. There's one more. I Robin thought, Big. 
Yeah, Robin Dick. Yeah. But Robin Dick. Then Fantasy yeah, Attorney. And then Redemptionist. That's when you like. It was kind of just them around the house, and and yes, then they got yeah. then they made money. And were like, let's blow this up and get like a the whole, warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They I, evolved. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who made the most. Like, if like Rob probably made the most as a skateboarder till this day, but I don't know. Like, as far as just Tony Hawk skateboarding, Tony Hawk probably has made. Well, I would say Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk with, number with the one. Yeah. video game. Yeah, but like, yeah, what, what like it's hard to like because yeah. if it's just for skating, how much money? But if it's outside of skating, yeah. how much money can you yeah. earn? Yeah. yeah. But if you just said, what skateboarder has made the most money in... From selling boards? From or s- no, just, just in say... In general. In general. Yeah. I it th- would be a close Deer Dick Hawk. I think, I think it was Deer Dick. Okay. Deer Dick's worth a <laughs> yeah. net yeah. worth of $100 million. What <laughs> the fuck? What about Hawk? Holy crap. What about oh, the Birdman? What is Birdman bird worth? Oh my god. Because that, that fucking PlayStation or whatever, that game made not only him, but everyone in it. Everyone 140 in it. million. Oh, oh yeah. The Birdman wins. Dude, that's so sick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I could check on 10 different sites and they'd all be different, but yeah. I, that's, you know. Who knows? For, for this show, it's, it's the Birdman. <laughs> yeah. I wonder so how much he got paid from Gleaming the Cube. I always wondered that. Because uh, <laughs> that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Probably nothing. Yeah. Probably, probably five nothing. grand. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it was a video game, Tony Hawk. I think they paid him like Dude. two or three bucks a video and they sold like 50 million. And they weren't expecting that, right? No. They were like, oh, Or 20 million. They, he made like, I think he made like 50 or 75 million. And then they're like, the Tony Hawk 2... That's when he brought he brought in everybody. He's like, "Hey, I'll take a dollar." You know, he cut his or they did or uh, they they cut his. This is me. Just yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure. You could fact check or ask people, but I think he took a lot less, or they maybe gave, gave him a lot less, and then other he brought in a bunch of other people to make money, which is fucking awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm already richer than rich. We're gonna do Tony Hawk 2.0, and you're gonna get a nickel or 10 cents or 25 cents yeah. of it, whatever that you know worked out to be so but he brought in and hooked up you know a bunch of peeps which is fucking commendable i gotta say tony hawk we did a, a skate park opening in long beach and he was there this is like he's probably not maybe 50 i skated for an hour and then i broke my board during the demo and tony was the last person skating he skated for two and a half hours and kept yeah. skating and the crowd the crowd was there for him like no one cared yeah. about me but I was like, this is amazing. At 50, I don't know how old he was at the time. He skated longer than every pro that was there. Yeah. He's a frother. Now now I Some see him the on goats, like, The goats of, of our cultures, gosh, they're, yeah. they're a different breed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now I see him on like vitamin commercials on the, the news channels. and That's how he's like, 140 mil, dude. Yeah, that guy. Is, yeah. yeah, he's a marketing <laughs> machine. He's so. clickety clacking the dollars in. So, for sure, you know, throughout your skate career, obviously, for years and years, you're super focused. When when did you kind of start falling back in love with surfing? Um, when so you had some downtime? I, I think it was like... Why are you fast-forwarding this, dude? <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't know. <laughs> you, know? you need to get out of here or what? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> We're hungry. Yeah. Yeah, I think... <laughs> okay, so this, this fast-forward, I had, like, my daughter... Just go listen to uh, the Nine Club. You get the yeah. whole story. We're just gonna recap the surf side. No, dude, yeah. he wrote for Stussy like you did. What? 
Were you sales rep at the time? No, I just surfed for them. He rode, he rode for I tried to. What year were you? Almost the same time you guys were. That's what I was going to ask you because I heard that. I yeah. Like, um, shit. I, uh, 98, 2002? Somewhere around there? Yeah, so when the skate started, it was 2002? Yeah, they got yeah, rid of surf and then put in skate. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Pretty much. That's what happened. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And that's because Sean Stussy, like kind of started with surfing first, right? Yeah. He's a sh- He's a shaper. Right? Shaper. Yeah. But, but... You know, Frank's not the owner. Was they kind of just been with the trends, and you know, it was like surfing. You know, they just went. Yeah. You know, skateboarding was blowing up, and at the time, I think Frank Sinatra was like, "Uh, surfing's cool, but we need to have." You know, we're more of like a streetwear brand, and skateboarding's more street. Yeah. So yeah. I think, and dude, Robbie Jeffers is. Um, our friend, he's been on the podcast. Were you at HSS with him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, no, no, no. He was yeah. at HSS with me. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Hubba Bubba and uh, high dives and all that uh, stuff. Oh, we know it all. Were you in there too? I, I, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he worked there. I worked there in high school. school. Did you? Yeah. And they were my surf shop sponsor. And Robbie, Robbie was, so I worked nights after school, four to nine or four to ten. on. And Robbie was like... Hey, we love Robbie, I, but he's the grossest human you've ever met. <laughs> grossest best. human you've ever met with oh the my grossest mannerisms. Oh yeah. Well, he's imagine gross. imagine Robbie being with the grossest mannerisms, going to like the most high. He was my team manager on Stussy. The most high end hotels in the world, like the most prestige restaurants, and he have Robbie. It was insane. Like Robbie being like no self shame and just will do whatever. no underwear, just shorts, like hanging brain. Like, and he's like, hey, yeah, brain. Like, <laughs> and brain in these restaurants and people are staring at him. You're just like, dude, this is the best. <laughs> no shame. It's crazy how he got in that position, you know? Because he Cause worked at the warehouse? He was know? working in the warehouse. And for whatever reason, Frank goes, hey, you want to run the skate team? Or can you put a skate team together? And he was like, yeah, I can do that. And then fucking... He picked up photography, started yeah. running... Because like, yeah. he didn't want to pay Jurgen Teller for yeah. uh, 50 grand photos. A day. Yeah. 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 So he's like, Robbie, can you take pictures? Yeah. yeah. You, you know who's shooting all my surf lifestyle shots? Eli Gessner from New York. Oh, no way. Yeah. From New wow. York. New York. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Whoa. And like, we'd go hang out and get some city vibe and like, you know, because... Where they, they made killer shit. Eli's like, yeah. fucking yeah. best. So we had we would go yeah. and oh, shoot. Oh, did? Yeah. Oh, no way. He's like, oh, I got this building, and we'll do the rooftop here, and we'll go shoot Central Park and all this shit. And He's got a killer story. Yeah. yeah dude, and it was sick. like, dude, it was fucking fun. You so know? you, Mulder, uh, Rob, Danny Montoya. Montoya. Justin was on. Justin was on. In the beginning. Yeah. And then Scott Johnson, Huffnagel. Yeah. And then later, like, Abe was on for a little bit, and Rob Pulowski was and on. And Lance Mountain. And Lance. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, I forgot about I Lance. Know. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was the best. Yeah. Like, what a roster. It was insane. Yeah. And that, I mean, Stussy was already... Huge. Stussy didn't have to do shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They were, like, the biggest brand in Tokyo. our store for a while. Going to Tokyo, we were, like, treated insane. Yeah. It was... Oh, my God. Yeah. You were for Stussy? Yeah. It was nuts. Oh, yeah. A door, every door would open. Yeah. yeah. Chad, <laughs> Alfred, Tim, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Like, per- personally, I never thought I'd, I. They were, that was such like everyone that was on there was so like 
I looked up to everyone, and I just felt like I was so out of place the whole time. I was so, still young. But Robbie always reassured me, like, no, you're here, you're here. And I was like, okay. Were you getting paid pretty good? Yeah, I was getting paid pretty good, yeah. Like, what was it? Um, like a couple a grand a month? Or like... Yeah, maybe three or four a month. Yeah, I was getting paid pretty good. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and I was like, and that's young. just for your clothing. That was just clothing, yeah. And you're making money off shoes, boards, yeah, boards. boards. Nixon paid me a little too. Like everyone, everyone paid yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know, like your Dark Star paid me tons of incentives yeah. based on videos and I mean, magazines. Yeah. And you're like, making I made close to maybe even more than ten grand a month. Yeah, no, I no, I was like, as I am, maybe half of that, and then pro. Yeah, you make that <laughs> <laughs> to go skate. To go skate, dude. How? stupid is that i know and how amazing is that yeah hear that kids <laughs> yeah go follow your passion <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really wild though right like yeah. to think that at, at one point in time in your life you were making that much money skateboarding i know traveling the world yeah. expenses paid everything paid <sighs> And not to belittle you, but the industry is great. There's a lot of guys making like that kind of money. There was so much money going you around. Say, yeah. You say that, but, but then you go, who? Like how many? Well, you know what I mean. Like I mean, there's not very many people that have been have in had the grand that scheme life. of things of like people that are into skateboarding or whatever. But though you know, like we're talking one percent. It's like yeah, now I'm, it's like less than it's like point, point zero, zero one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, but, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean the clique and the people he's hanging around with, like his 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 crew and other people at his level. Yeah, not just. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that make money in skateboarding, but when you really think about it, holy shit! Yeah, like, every sport, that's everything. Yeah, but but that was ten years of an industry, you know. Yeah, like if we look back, it was pretty small yeah. piece of the history that you were making that kind of money totally yep let's bring it back i know i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean what's the what's the like bench warmers in the nba play make like 250 or something like that wait for what sport for just the NBA. for nba just a, a mill it's like no. a, i think it's like i think it's a mill now it's, i think it's like a yeah, mill no yeah. they don't they, uh yeah look it up Dude. Fact checked it. Dude. I think it's only like a quarter mil. No? What do bench warmers make? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to like phrase it, but I know like if they won't play in a game, they're there for practice and they make money. Yeah. It ain't a million though. I want to say it is. I think it's... It's, it's like under 500. No. Okay. <laughs> Depends on the state. Like a Laker. The player, the team is located on average. The player loses most half their salary to the taxman, of course. Um, really changed it. NBA bench warmers are earning the minimum NBA salary from one to three million per season. <laughs> one to three million, and you're sitting on the bench, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Like you might not get game time. Wow. So after taxes, yeah, maybe a half a million to 1.5 yeah. million because they're taking half. So I'm kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. Holy shit. Dude, it's crazy that, like... They're not breaking bones all the time. No. Or almost drowning. Dude, but yeah. they're also the point zero 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 one percent of of people Jeez. overseas. So, so, but then surfers... Does surfers early 2000s make more than skaters? It depends. Because of, yeah. like, traveling... They had to travel. They had a gnarlier budget for traveling because of like chasing swells, right? Like everything was like more last minute. You weren't chasing swells. You were just going to events. To events. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're a free surfer, you're chasing swells and 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 doing quick strikes with magazines and stuff like yeah. based on like you know. But, but if you're on the world tour, you're you're on a set schedule. Yeah, you're on a set schedule. But because my perceptive now, my perception now is that skaters make more than surfers now. It depends. That, that, Could be. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know because at one point in time, I think surfers were making so a little bit more money than skateboarders. But in the last, you know, if you combine all the sponsors, because at okay. one point in time, like let's say Andy Irons, right? Yeah. Dude was making a couple mil. Uh, yeah, because he was Billabong. He had sunglass. Yeah. He had shoes. He had Monster or whatever, yeah. you know, like all these people. I mean, it, like he would probably make over a million in, in contest earnings because he's winning world titles and making finals uh, yeah. every year. And Dude. then his salary is probably a couple million a year. Have you, have you seen how surfers get paid? I, that's I that's what I was just going to bring up. Like, It's so entertaining. Yeah. How sick was that? Like Kolohe and Dane. To yeah. see that how they came up, I was like, yeah. "That is nuts." Jordy Smith and, oh, and Jordy, Julian yeah. Wilson and Dude, Kelly Slater. Did you and, see the part where they showed how much uh, Carissa Moore, Carissa Moore, was making from Red Bull? Oh, I didn't hear. It. I didn't see. Bro, that. she's get paid a half a million. Go back. Go back and watch. She gets another two fifty, or no, another half a million. She wins the title, so you make a mil, and then and then another two fifty. She does. I think she made like three million from Red Bull one year. Yeah, we we if our writers, you know, I think it was. It was one two five or one five, but yeah. At, at New Balance, if if a rider hits benchmarks or makes wins a contest or the Olympics, like they get paid, yeah. you know, or yeah. or or New Balance will match that that prize winning. So they, there's a lot of yeah. incentives for. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, John John, they were I, so I hey, think he was making four and a half million. How's late night with chalky get sponsored by New Balance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Clearweather. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Josh. Just yeah. kidding, Brandon. Yeah. Come on. We're just fucking around. Dude. You guys clear with others? Oh, yeah, yeah dude, baby. Things so, so cozy. Dude, they, hey, yeah. less I corporate. They're they're more independent. Yeah. They got Evan, Evan and Kenny on there. They're yeah. Kept, oh, dude, I love, I love what Clearwater is doing. They put uh, Victor Bernardo on, oh, Surfer. Yeah. That guy dude, fucking he rips. rips. So yeah. fucking rips. What are you riding? Right now, I ride Pizels. Whoa, dude. Yeah. I just got uh, the white tiger, the red. No, tiger? I haven't tried that yet. I got, <laughs> I did the, I like the mini ghost for Huntington because it's like I ride a lot of grovelers, but then I got like a dark arts, the phantom. It's I don't. I'm you got a hookup. You got, got a hookup. Yeah. yeah, I don't See, know. I was I wanna, gonna say you're driving all these like high high end models. I'm like, damn, yeah. you're you're not yeah. paying off the shelf. <laughs> I don't want to well, say. Well, he's got that New Balance money, dude. Yeah, I got the barter system. Yeah, yeah, that's but great. I have good people that help me out, like just to fulfill my dream as a surfer. But <laughs> I would say though, I think my favorite board that I still, I always go back to is my stamps board, dude. Yeah. And I know you're a stamps guy. Yeah, and we're, he, we're stamps guys. He, it's like 
I never. I always wanted to meet him and get, go and like talk to him and have like a board shaped by him. But dude, I let's never, go. I know. I don't know him. I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll introduce you, dude. Yeah. I'd be so hyped. Yeah, yeah you know, so you need to bring is a twelver of that and just you know come in. You got to call ahead because shapers don't like to be um, oh. bothered when they're working. Yeah, but we could we could arrange it. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Still, yeah, yeah. Be yeah for yeah. sure. I, I I highly suggest getting the spark plug. Okay. If you That's like Groveler, fun, like HB, it's yeah. super skatey. You riding them too? Yeah. Oh, it's I didn't know that. it's yeah. the best fucking surfboard for Huntington Beach. I think, dude, he's. Head every board, head. every board I've ridden, I'm like, dude, this board is so good. You know? Yeah. I love Pizels and I love Stamps. Yes. Yeah. I mean, everyone shapes amazing. Yeah. But there is certain like, shapers that fit your, like, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That That's. That's how technical like boards are to people's physique ability how they fit like in in everybody like he said makes incredible boards but i've written some incredible shapers and just didn't tried a lot of boards and didn't click and some i don't even have to say anything and then they just work yeah you know so i'm like i'm just i'm just gonna go with the ones i don't have to try to change what they're doing i just this is what i like and then it just works of a whore right now. Yeah. I like to write. What do you mean? You, you're a little, you've always been, always been. <laughs> a giant, a, a giant whore. Uh, yeah. Let's go look at that after this. <laughs> Especially when I worked at HSS, I wrote a lot of different yeah. boards, but oh, you want to sell boards here? I need uh, this, this, yeah. and this, and this. Yeah. Uh, before, uh, yeah. before, uh, before we order anything, I'm going to have to test it out. <laughs> hey, this guy rips. So, you know, he's a good day. You know, like, how come none of the HSS or like no one has stamps in there? Right now, I don't know. Can't compete with the uh, big guys. The big guys. It costs too much to fund yeah. the inventory. That's not core. Yeah, yeah. I know. I like, like, I nothing against the big guys. Like a bunch of people. Just financial. Doc surfboards. Doc. He fucking makes amazing boards. Yeah. Surf prescriptions. Mark Pesh. Mark Pesh. All the local, local guys. Guy. Yeah. Xanadu. Fucking loves Xanadu. Xanadu. Uh, JS. I mean, I mean, Biolus lost. JS I mean, Industries makes really good boards. Loss is one of those board companies. Like, I, you can just pick one off the shelf, yeah. and it fucking works. I've never ridden one. Oh, I'd like to try one. Somewhere. I haven't gotten one in a while. I, I'd have to get it, you know, for free. But. <laughs> you hear that, Matt? <laughs> you hear that, Mike? <laughs> Sponsor the podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it it's really it's like a kid in a candy store. Like you're so excited to try something new, and if that's the magic board, and you know, sometimes I just don't want to eat chocolate. Sometimes I want a freaking sour yeah. patch. Yeah. Right? You know, like, spice of life, dude. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> yeah. So, what's your? Unfortunately, we can't be with other women because we're married. Boards, <laughs> <laughs> boards. Uh, we ride any board we want. Yeah, that's right. These girls are laughing at you. Today. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! We didn't hear nothing. You didn't yeah. hear anything. Um, so, Dad's excited on a new surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Bye. What? What? <laughs> Dude, you're a Cliffs local, dude. I, I guess so, yeah. I just enjoy it there. Yeah. Wait, you don't want to go to the pier? I'll clear out the lineup. And why for you. is that? Dude, I'm you, All you skateboarders are cliff dwellers. I know. We have a whole skate crew that just surf. We ha- we're called the Blade, we call it Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. Blade was, Runner crew? This is the Blade Runner crew. We had, there was that oil tower that yeah. looked like from the movie. Blade oh, Runner. yeah, the yeah. The one that called was Blade wrapped in. Yeah. Because like, you, Tom K. Mm-hmm. 
Justin. Did Justin. Is is it Rob G that surfs or is it Montoya? No, Montoya. Montoya surfs. Yeah. We have Andrew Considine from Weekend Skateboards and Taylor McClung. Austin Howman. McClung surfs too? Yeah, he surfs too. Yeah. And and uh, the filmer guy. The... Matt Payne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's Filipino. Yeah. Yeah. We got a whole crew. And... Dude, I'm, I'm going to start come doing come surf lessons for the freaking the celebrity skate, skate crews. You know? Like, <laughs> all these other guys are trying to get all the new future, like, world champion, like, little groms. I'm going to come work with the uh Dude, let's the go. Surf, the How surf funny, crew. dude. That'd be a good little niche That's for my you. niche. Yeah. Are you still serving the clips? I see their... I do. That's where I'm... But I saw your, I saw your van down south side. <laughs> I saw it down there. <laughs> Today? <laughs> No, I saw it. Five to seven? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a zone. I, I Three to seven? Everywhere. Eight, yeah. What do they call it? H Bay. H. Where? H Bay. Yeah. Huntington yeah. Street? Yeah. yeah. I like um, the bridges. I like the bridges? Yeah, you know, the one or the. Oh, yeah. Bridge. I used to surf there quite yeah. a bit. But I like. The sand moves, it depends on Huntington the time of Street, year. The, you know. But the sand kind of sucks there right now. But like south, either side of the pier, but like two towers down. Okay. And then Golden West. Golden and you're West. South Side? I'm wherever too, but I'm, I'm mostly the pier or like yeah. Newport or somewhere good. He's I, one of those assholes that will do it. I am not an asshole. He's not I an just, asshole, but he's an asshole. I just because he'll take off on you no matter what. That's good. I am not that asshole. <laughs> I uh Fuck you, <laughs> He wants to go where there's no crowds, I want to go where the best waves are, and I don't care if there's it's crowded. If there's a bunch of people out, I just I'm gonna He's like this, he yeah. doesn't see anybody. I'm like, I, oh, I wanna go where the biggest and <clears throat> most performance wave is and not all the time. I like to kind of cruise when there's not people around too. Yeah. I'm not like that pretentious and crazy and dick. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I, I just yeah. I have no pro- I grew up with the mentality of you got to fight for every wave yeah. no matter where you're at and i just don't care i mean yeah. justin's that way too i'm really does. respectful when i go to other places i'm not just, out there yeah. but places yeah. i know people or I, I surf a lot then it's like i'm comfortable catching whips yeah i'm not gonna go do that at, at spots that i'm just visiting and like <laughs> so I'm, I'm under the radar but most often than not, like we've always said, you go light up a couple waves and all of a sudden next time you start paddling for waves, they're like, they kind of let you go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you got to start a new text thread. Instead of tender mutants, you got to do something else with your surf crew. Yeah. Like what? And well, you got to put late night with Chalky there. Yeah. All right. All right. Instead of tender mutants, it'll be like alien workshop or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then you're, you're, uh. December, your end of year heel flip challenge. Oh, yeah. You got to do a surf thing. I know. Yeah. That's, I'm amazed <laughs> at how much he remembers. <laughs> Are you, um, like, what surf trips have you gone? None. None. Yeah, so like I'm going, I'm Hawaii going. Max, nothing? Like, oh, I did, okay, like, I, I did surf Hawaii 2018, uh, or 19, right before the pandemic. For I oh know it was eighteen for Ryan Spencer. He's another pro pro surfer or pro skater. Sorry, went out there for his wedding. And got to surf out there. Nice in Maui. Oh, Maui. Yeah. Nice. And that Sick. was like my first time. Wakipa. Yeah. 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 And we went to a couple other places. I can't. Don't quote me on the spots. Yeah. But I don't know all the spots. Either. Yeah. I've been to Maui a handful of times. But yeah. Like, same here. Yeah. It's it just from Lua Bay. Yeah. That was the only wave. Yeah. Uh, Oahu's like when it's Waimea size, like everywhere. You know, it's 
20, 30 foot, you go there and it's like six to eight feet and perfect. Valley? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got... Um, Except for Jaws in those places, but... Ugh. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't do that. I have a Costa Rica in August. That's nice. my Sick. first trip. And then I got gifted to the Palm Springs Wave or Surf Club. Sick. Yeah. yeah. So when? I don't know. I think that whenever they open up February, I'm going to try to... Hey. Like, Sorry, you know, my uh, my my youngest is eight, Duke. And he he doesn't want to do a birthday party. He wants to go to the Palm Springs Surf Club. Whoa! And I didn't even tell him about it. He's like, I want to go do a surf. I want to go to a surf, like wave pool for my birthday. I don't even want to party. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, bro. Did like, you guys go yet? No, we haven't. We're we're going. I, soon. I did it when it was um, testing. Testing. Board. Oh, you did. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Do you have to but wear a different board? No. It's, it's got enough punch. Same buoyancy yeah. or is it different? No, but yeah. it's got enough <clears throat> punch. Like most of the wave pools have enough. Okay. Like you want to ride a lot of foam when you're the wave's slow and you're trying to slow, you yeah. know, uh, generate your own speed. But these, all the pools have like a lot of power. So it's okay. just short interval. Dude, tell New Balance to put yeah. together a surf team. I know. Man. I know. I know. We have a couple guys that surf, so let's go yeah. New Balance. Let's do this. No, we actually almost started with... Uh, with New Balance, we were gonna do a surf team, and then um, they pulled it out. We had a Justin was gonna be the marketing director. We had it like everything. We had funds and everything, and then last minute they pulled out. So, yeah, it will happen in twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. Twenty five. Put that on the calendar. Yeah. No, but have you? You haven't. Yeah, you haven't done Kelly Slater's pool. That looks like it's hard to surf. I would love to try, but. It's insane. Unless you're rich, bitch, you're not going to surf that place. <laughs> yeah, you've gotten to do it. Have you? Uh, yeah. I've been twice, yeah. yeah. Thanks to Kelly Swanson at yeah. On the Beach uh, Surf Shop up in yeah. Carmel. and uh, We did some podcasts. Uh, uh, he invited us to go on his trips. No way. He, yeah. He's a... Uh, I mean, he loves that place, and he books out days, because yeah. it's like... It's an all-day, um, you know, like, private. Yeah. So he'll fill spots... Yeah. Um, positions based on the cost, the, the days, you know, this cost. If you could find eight dudes that want to spend a lot or 12 dudes, he finds that like happy medium based on his clientele. Yeah. And then he invited us a couple times to kind of like. Like, how much did you pay to go there? Uh, no, he invited us. Oh, so, he invited you. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. So yeah. we, 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 we got a couple of <laughs> waves based on other people falling and other you know slotted it's it's kind of like this you know it's a you know the waves come and not, you don't want any part of the wave being wasted so yeah if right. somebody falls or somebody yeah. else in line because it's you know seven football fields long so every hundred yards Jeez. there's a cup there's a person in the water to make sure if somebody doesn't make it or fall then somebody could catch a wave and still get a great great ride so i was working for a brand yeah that rented it a couple times and no one really surfed at that brand. So <laughs> I got like a lot of ways. Oh Wait, yeah. The brand, the brand that's owned, partially owned by the 11 time world champion, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of people at the brand didn't surf. Oh yeah. Except God. for this guy. <laughs> but seriously, it was. So is ridiculous. it hard? To, it looks like it's like you, it feels like every way pulls hard. Every way. Pulls or hard. trick. I wouldn't say hard, but it's, they're tricky. I feel like you can't, it's like you have to keep up with it's the weird. wave. Yeah, okay. It's you ever not, wakeboarded? It's not I know, hard. I know. Okay, so... It's just it's, figuring it out. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just figuring it out. There's a sweet spot, unlike in regular waves, where you could kind of 
see the swells, you know, all kind of coming in yeah. and the sandbar. It's more predictable and kind of knowing what the wave's most likely going to do. Did you just say the ocean's more predictable than a wave pool? <laughs> As you just said that, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're fucking wrong. He's no. core. He's core. <laughs> no, because yeah, you are wrong. I'm bro. not saying like the way the wave, like when the wave on the wave pool. Hey, when the wave breaks here. Yeah, when the, on the wave pool machine slab. We gotta wave. cut you off. Ten. <laughs> 10 feet, 5 feet, 3 feet in front, you're going to fucking dig rail and bog and not do anything. 2 feet behind, you're fucking out. There's this like really uh, small sweet spot that ebb and flows with the way the reef is. So it's very tricky and you don't get enough waves to really kind of like hone in on how to really rip versus the ocean that you could kind of have a better read most of the time on what the wave's gonna do. Hey, hey, it's gonna flatten out. Here, the wave, you got a guy in the jet ski that's, start pulling on the gas, hurry, hurry, here comes the, like it's <laughs> so stressful because there's these sections where you're just like, but once you you're cruising, it, it's easy. and then all of a sudden like, it's oh shit. Like it's fucking hard. Yeah, like your first couple, if you're talking about Kelly's pool, you wanna just ride the wave. Yeah, yeah, and and kind of get the feeling of what it feels like, and then this guy's like, and then he falls, and then fucking misses, you know, yeah, <laughs> three quarters of the way. You know? I'm not going like, straight. Yeah, but the, what what I'm saying is, say say this this wall here, you're you're taking off really close. By the time you catch the wave, you're you're 15 you far, you know, 15 yards away. Then you kind of work. You're in the sweet spot, and it hits this like barrel section and all of a sudden like it just when you're on the shoulder and then now it's like you're too deep like just like in a, a millisecond that's what it looks like that's what and then it like. slows down again and speeds up so you gotta like he said you gotta ride it a, a wave or two just to kind of feel it who's the but guy then you got a freaking jackass in his jet screen like right here yelling at you yeah. and you're like oh and you're shit. already nervous it, you're so nervous and you're yeah. just like dude shut up i don't need your <laughs> Yeah. Who's the guy on the big board that gets everyone like all the Ramana? Sweat? Ramana. I want him Ramana. to like hold me and like go in the barrel. I'd <laughs> be so hyped. <laughs> Just so, dude, when you f- figure out how to tube ride, because I'm not a tube rider, yeah, but I figured out how to ride the tube at it's perfect. Kelly's pool. Yeah, you you basically point the nose of your fucking board to the wall. Yeah, and you're gonna make it out every single time. No way. Yeah, pretty much. It's perfect. Like, but I've gotten to go like almost 10 times. <laughs> and the one time that I paid like a lot of money, yeah. I fell. I got only got four waves and I fell on two of them. Oh, and I almost broke my jaw on the one I fell on. You hit the ground? <laughs> my board. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got to wrap up. We got to wrap up. But okay, so Stussy then what? No, we're, no, we're, we're we're past that. We're uh, uh, when did you ask me when, when did I start, you start serving? Working? No, I think you asked when I started serving. So, what brought me back to surfing is when I was riding for Element, and I remember going to the beach, and my buddy had a board, and he's like, "Oh, you want to go out?" And I was like, "Oh, sure." I haven't tried it in a while, and I was in trunks, and I was like surfing, and I was like, "Oh, I stood up on my first one." I was like, "Oh, I haven't done this in like ten years or whatever," and then I was like, "I really love this." But I don't want to be cold. 
And then Element was owned by Billabong. And I'm like, hey, do you guys think you can give me wetsuits? And then it was like, yeah, anything you want. And I got wetsuits, and then I realized made I, it easy to like. Get I don't back get into cold. It. Yeah, and I had, and I was un, not uncomfortable, and I was like stoked. And that's kind of how it happened. Only Billabong did. Only a surfer <laughs> knows the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that's what you need to say psyched you know like yeah. you need to be warm and comfortable and, and have all the the right equipment and, all i and that's need a is a cool board. buzz yeah. <laughs> and tasty waves yeah. and i'm fine <laughs> so wait how when did you connect with new balance new balance so 2000 2016 so i was writing for another footwear brand called decline which was out of tum Yeto that did like toy machine and foundation and we had a good thing going on there, and that was another video we did, and then the company went out of business after I did this video with them. And so I talked to um, a close friend, Levi, who rode for New Balance. I'm like, hey, you think? He was actually the team manager. And he was like, I'm like, hey, I just want to get some shoes, like something to skate in. And he's like, okay. Yeah, like it started getting me shoes, and then from there, I became... Felt relationships with all the guys yeah. and everything. Yeah, well, actually, the, uh, Seb, who does New Balance, he was, he's like... He brought me in. He's like, I really want you to be here. I want to put, bring you on as a writer with the future intention of becoming, like, you know, another team manager here. And that was, like, his clear intentions for me. And That's that. cool. And I was like, wow, this is, like, a longevity play. Like, this is, sounds amazing, you know. And I never wanted to be a team manager, but just the way it worked out. And yeah. I was, well, I mean, you know, skateboarding careers short-lived, right? Yes. What was your, like... In game, like, yeah. what am I going to do after? That was every time you sign a contract, you had an end time, right? If it was, you signed a one year, a two year, three year, however long, you know in the back of your head, like, that yeah. time frame is coming and it was very stressful. Every year, you're like, the pressure of like making sure you're having content coming out. And I hated living that way because you're like living in this like stressful moment of like, yeah. I don't know if they're going to resign me or not, but like, here's all my footage I've done yeah. for this year and like, check me out and then and it yeah. sucks because it's not just that right you're you're in control of that but yeah. you're not in control of how well the business does well you're helping somebody else build a house right? yeah like i think mark johnson did that said it very well like you're helping somebody else build a house and when they don't need you anymore and then they need somebody else to help build that part of the house then you're done yeah you know and it's tough yeah but what sucks is like you did it twice you you made a video and the brand went out of business. I know, and and you know what I mean. Like yeah. it sucks because you're at that mercy of fate, right? Yeah. Like you you're doing the best you can, getting content, getting coverage, doing what you do. But if the brand's not making good product or not marketing it correctly, they go out of business. Yeah, out of your control. Right. If you're not helping the brand. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I think w the middle of my career with Element, I, I wrote for Element for almost 12 years and That's six a good long time. It was a long time, very long time, and very grateful for that time because I got to raise a family from skateboarding. But six years into it, I remember like Ryan Kingman was uh, the team, uh, marketing manager at the time. And he we had him on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you guys know him. Yeah. But he brought me in and he's yeah. like, hey, I really want you. You know, I think your career is done and I, I want you to be like a team manager here. And I was like, I'm not done. Like, I, you know, I'm still skating and all this stuff. And he's like, well, we haven't seen anything. And I'm like, I just happen to be sitting on two video parts, three interviews in a magazine that just haven't come out yet. 
And I just wasn't communicating because I was just so focused on skating. And then he was like, oh. And then he had to give me another contract because he's like, I was doing my job and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it's tough. You got to always have some stuff in the queue. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm ready. I'm training. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, New Balance, you've been there <coughs> since for how 2016. Long? 2016. Okay. Yeah. Dang, that's a long run, too. Because yeah. you haven't had a job s- besides skateboarding since. Captain Jacks? Captain Jacks. I, no, well, <laughs> there's a time. There's a time when Element, you know, cut my pay in half towards the end, and then I had to like, I started doing sales repping for a little bit with nice. with Team BK. What? Yes, I I did uh, Nixon and I did Polar stuff. Okay. For a couple years, and that helped pay the bills. And then there was a time where it was really dire, where I um, was cleaning pools. I was just like, you know, trying to support a family. Yeah. And gnarly. My buddy had a pool cleaning company, which was called Element Pools, and I cleaned for them Dang. for a year. And then New Balance happened, and then that was like all my income came. I gotta go work on my kicks like this pool shit. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta start a late night with Chucky Pool Service, dude. dude. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't you guys got a sponsor here? Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Yeah. They build them, we clean them. Yeah. <laughs> pools and spas. <laughs> You know, I'd much rather just sell skateboards and towels and clothing. No, just kidding. So, so now you're, are you head of marketing yet? No, I'm uh, just, I'm, my title is a associate marketing manager. Nice. Yeah. So I, we kind of have, there's six of us there and we all kind of have our hands in a lot of things. Right now I focus on making sure the team has what they need and traveling where they need to. And then social media-wise, make sure we're filming and getting all the assets we need to give it out to the the beast of social media and magazines and all that stuff. Do you guys still have that little office in Long Beach? We we do. We outgrew it. We outgrew it. Yeah. Now we're we're downtown Long Beach in the art in the art building. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, dude. Yeah. We're fucking surfers. That's it. We're fucking surfers. Let's go surf. <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats on your, you know, that your longevity. Yeah, crazy yeah, career. And yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, keep surfing. You must keep be doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, New Balance. Um, I was at Pride Surf and Skate or oh, yeah. Surf Shop in in um, Ocean Beach. Yeah. And they're definitely slanging yeah new balance there yeah yeah we're, we're appreciate everybody that's supporting us right now yeah it's been really cool yeah yeah any anything you want to promote your new video part you got the last part i, do, I got a, one i got a no i got a new yeah i got a new video part coming out with the ace truck so sick yeah keep an eye out for that but uh dang dude that. so what are you still sponsored i guess so yeah, yeah. I, I, I skate for uh the garage for Jack. Jack? Yeah. yeah so. Nice. I, I heard uh, in the podcast you managed uh, the active team for a long time, too. Yeah, right? I did that for a while before New Balance. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where, where you learned the ropes a little bit? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who, uh, so, what skateboards? What, what do you ride? I, I ride Tom K's board from Weekend right now. Nice. And then um, Baker, they've been shaping me boards to try out, too. So. I don't know. You are. Yeah. I'm just torn out right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, variety is the spice of life. There it is. There it is. Well, cool, uh, thank dude. Thank you, man. This is thank awesome. You. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. It's always me. good to thank get a Thank you, different... Chad. 
perspective on Slim sure. Tim Tim. Dude. But before you go, we'd like to give you some. Uh, yeah, we got a loose towel here. This is in the tree camo, a real tree camo. Look at that. That's, yeah, that's for now. You could change, look, look fresh and oh, wow. clean at uh, at Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, got some sunscreen by Shade. Shade sunscreen. Wow. Face sticks there. Ooh. Hold on a second. We got. I'm sure you could rip the hell out of this, but Finless Skates, there's one of our sponsors, and we we rep this stuff too. All handmade, kind of a cool retro um, short and longboard. Um, they got a bunch of killer you know, designs. Yeah. We talked Hand about Handcrafted. Caballero. Caballero pulls his spas. I get a pool? You yeah. get a pool, he gets a pool, <laughs> we get a pool. Oh my gosh, this is a like. Family of four, right? No way. Yes. Take the Three. Kit. Actually, five. I got five total. Yeah. Take take this that family and instead of uh, going and getting like a ice cream somewhere or frozen yogurt, go take them get a bonsai bowl at uh, bonsai Main, uh, bowl. Fifth Street. Best asahi bowls in That's the, the world. The best. Live right? life in the it's bowl. The best. Yes. Uh, also, thank Earth, you Earth to Pack. Earth Pack. All your packaging needs. So if you know of a shop or if New Balance needs some packaging. Earth Pack. Okay. Yeah. And then Colby yeah. Plus. Colby Plus. Wetsuits. You got a wetsuit guy right now? I do, yeah. You, you're, yeah. you're hooked up? Yeah. Yeah. Independently owned. It's a direct consumer, but it's independently owned. Rob Colby. Japanese Yamamoto rubber. Ooh, dang. Limestone base. All, all like super warm, stretchy. They got this killer. Affordable. Yeah. Well, it's a... Typically, their competition at the retail stores in the seven eight hundred dollar range, yeah. and they sell it direct to consumer um, killer suits for like Dang. half that price. Sounds amazing. It's uh, yeah, less is more. It's got you know so warm that you don't need as thick of a wetsuit, and it's buttery. And then uh, we're also sponsored by Neon Wave. Yep. Uh, it's a skate surf snow boutique in Rochester, New York, and. Uh, when you go to thisisneonwave.com and buy $150, they give you a free late night with Chalky Trucker. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Just awesome. mentioned Clearweather brand night. shoes. Yeah. Your competition. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're all family here. Uh, foo Wax. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. what we need. We need yeah. to get up at a bar of Foo. That's um, grippy. That's, uh, yeah. Ashley <laughs> shoots. Shoots beer. Shoots beer. I know. We're... Product tours. Yeah. yeah. We love our sponsors and everybody that listens. So yeah. thank you. Let's get the party rolling. Harbor House? Yeah. No. Harbor. Wait, Harbor. This is just. Not Harbor That's House. another bag. That's just so, a bag. Okay. Yeah. This right. is just uh, another another bag throughout the a couple pack. varieties. But yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Peace. Bonsai Bowls. Hands down the best bowls, period. Seven locations. Two in Hawaii, five in Southern California. Bonsai Bowls. Go get some. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen. The best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen. It's been around since the sun. Shade, Shade. Sunscreen. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, 
more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams, for our awesome artwork, and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.